The rumble of Thor's chariot in the sky brings some comfort, shaking others to their very core. Though through it all, Built Blue is here to bring you that smooth, silky feeling that only chocolate can provide. And in a world of 7.2 tons, Built Blue is proud to present 230 pounds of... The bird! It's a plane! It's chocolate Thunder! Hello, you beautiful Americans. Oh. <laughs> smells like chocolate. <laughs> Everybody wants chocolate. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> there he is. Oh, the man, the myth, the legend. We've talked so much about Chocolate Thunder, Jay Brown. And he's here. In the house. He's in the flesh. <laughs> I am here. Yes, here. Oh, right. Some may even go as far as calling him Chocolate Jesus. <laughs> that's that, true. That's a t-shirt. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've had a few uh, come to Black Jesus talks. Yes, with some people. So good. You're living up to the name. All the bar fights. Right. Come here, come here. Talk to Black Jesus. Come here, come here. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my gosh. We just right. keep going with that. I don't think we would offend any of our, our like 35 listeners. No, because well, I think they all know you. Yeah. Like I say, probably yesterday Miranda, I told her she was coming on, and she's like, "Is it going to be bad?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Yeah." yeah. Oh, yeah. Horribly awesome. <laughs> hmm. Where do we pick up this week? I we think just, got anything? I mean, nothing's changed in the news. The world still sucks. Yeah, as a whole, twenty twenty still blows. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing. Nothing new. World's burning down. Mm-hmm. So but if you, we go right to history, I mean, today's the day Japan surrendered, bringing an end to World War Two. Damn it, you took my thunder. Right here. Well, right there. In that town. Right there. Yeah, I took it. I done took it. But yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. It, no, that's that's a big day. To today's think. the day. Today is the day. And mm-hmm. it only took a giant fucking bomb. Two of them. <laughs> Two <No>. giant <laughs> fucking bombs. Yeah. yeah. To be like, oh, yeah, you want to fuck with America? Okay, yeah, we'll see how that goes out for you. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Enola Gray. Anola gay, a gay. Where did I get gray from? <laughs> Shit, the Anola gay. Did I say it? All, the Anola gray. The Anola, You're a stupid. Vic. The Anola Fifty Shades of Gray. <laughs> We're coming to take you to the red room. Oh my god. <laughs> <sighs> yes. Well, that's like, and that's, but still, they did it on August sixth, and it still took them another fucking thirty-five, thirty-three days, about. For them to be like, oh, okay, maybe America's serious. Maybe they went into like negotiation and they were like, well, what if we don't quit? And they're like, I got two more. <laughs> right. well, I was like, yeah. On second thought. <sighs> so it was, yeah, they did the first atomic bomb in New Mexico 10 days later. Because um, that's where. July 28th. They tested an yeah. A-bomb in New Mexico, right? Yeah. Yep. That was the first one that ever went off officially. Hmm. Um, oh, okay, and then and then pretty much the prime minister on July 28th said they were paying no attention to Allied ultimatum. U.S. President Harry S. Truman ordered the devastation to proceed on August 6th. The B-29 bomber Enola Gay dropped an atomic bomb on the Japanese city of Hiroshima. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, so they dropped the A bomb in New Mexico, and then said, and then "You better ten, quit, or we're gonna." The next one's on you. Oh. Yep. They called the bluff, and the gay dropped a bomb on their face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it one or two? I thought they dropped two total. They dropped two. Yeah, yeah. it was Hiroshima and, and Nagasaki. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay. Q. 
killing an estimated. I wanted 80, to say Nagasaki, people. but I already screwed up the plane's name, so yeah, <laughs> I would have probably my luck. I would have been wrong. <laughs> killing an estimated eighty thousand people and fatally wounding thousands more. Yep. Well, plus that was like generations to come, because then didn't the radiation like that land was continuously fuck with people? I think uh, it lasted for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it was about well, they normally say a good hundred years in that land, that ground and land is pretty well, even, screwed. But we had a lot more technology come up there to uh, clean up radiation. The place in New Mexico because they set up like a little park sighting type area where they dropped the first one, mm-hmm. and you can only go there certain times of the year mm, yeah. because of the, they say it's because of the radiation. Right. So it's only I don't know if it goes through like high and low waves or what, but there's only certain times they'll let people near that area. You know, it's yep. probably like because otherwise it'll fuck with you. They do the same thing at Chernobyl. You can only go there for like a little while. Yeah. Then you have to leave because the radiation still oh no, still right. pretty bad there. Yeah. yeah. They're still trying to come up with a way to contain all that because that radiation is going to last like another hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, so fucking much of it. Mm-hmm. What's like um, uranium? The half life of uranium is five hundred thousand years. The yeah. half life. Yeah. So it's yeah. ridiculous. It'll yeah. Because they're right now they're working on there's a old broke down uranium factory. Oh, have you seen that? No, the half life of uranium is four point five billion years. Oh, okay, never mind. I was wrong. <laughs> so forever. Um, so uh, always. Yeah. There's a there's a factory that has like some X num- amount of uranium inside of it, and they had it encased and it's been broken down. And the bunker lasted like, and it's an above ground deal. It lasted. I want to say it's like a hundred years, but it's starting to break down and fall apart. And if it collapses, all that uranium is going to go boom pretty much. And so they're building a, how many billion dollar. Isn't it like a cover basically basically, over the old one? Yep. And they're, then it's costing billions of dollars because they're building it offsite and Mm -hmm. then they're going to roll it around it and then finish it closing it. And it's supposed to last what? Like just another couple hundred. Yeah. So they're going to have to keep doing this. Yeah. Every couple hundred years right it's like crazy yeah Yeah. i can't remember where i came across that i don't know if that's such a good thing to have yeah yeah uranium what is it uranium 525 524 521 i don't fucking know uranium something like that pure uranium um it's good shit though works yeah says it takes 4.5 billion years for uranium to decay we gotta figure like it's a micro amount powers a nuclear power plant or like an aircraft carrier yeah so what would they like if there was a thing of uranium like the size of my phone and I just picked it up and just held it and fucked with it. I don't know. I, I want to know what would happen. I think it's unstable. You'd probably die pretty quick. Yeah. I would think you'd be done. <laughs> Simple enough. <laughs> probably horribly. You just yeah. be a horrible burn. Like, you know. We'll hand you some water, some yeah. white phosphorus in it. Like, hey, pick this up and hold it. Yeah. You, ever, you ever wondered what it felt like to have your eyeballs melt out of your fucking skull? It'd probably yeah. be what it feels like. Like, uh, oh, what? Um, Indiana Jones is that where they open the... Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is mm. that what it is? Raiders of the Lost Ark? And the fa- your face just melts. Yeah. Mm. They really, I think so. Yeah. The one with the, the um, what is that damn thing called from the Bible? Uh, no, Ark the, of the Covenant. Yes, the Ark of the Covenant. The they open that up. Yeah. It's not supposed to be open up. I was going to type in um, broke down uranium factory. What did it, you type? I was type, I typed broke and then I continued talking and guess what's sitting here waiting for me to click on it. Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> the film. The film. Not yeah, my porn. That, that. <laughs> There's different names for that type of porn. Yeah. 
right. I, I refuse to watch that movie. I, I do so too. I've got a, I, I think, I don't know if I've ever told you about it, but I have a funny story about that movie. Correct. And so what I was, do? I was homeschooled and, you know, to certain things I was naive on. Mm. Well, me and my girlfriend at the time were going through, I think it was Kmart. We're going through the $5 bin and she never heard of the movie. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, there's Brokeback Mountain. And I pick it up, and it's like, it did. It won a lot of freaking awards. Yeah. And I was looking at it, and I'm like, and it looked kind of like a Western-type movie. Mm-hmm. And I look at it, and I kind of read the back, and it's not very descriptive. It's just like a few sentences. And I'm like, oh, this looks yeah. good. And she's like, yeah, we'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Brought it back with some snacks. And her dad's sitting there, and he's like, oh, what'd you get? Because he knew we were going to pick out a movie. He's mm-hmm. like, what'd you guys get? And uh, Rochelle tells him, oh, oh, Brokeback Mountain. And he goes, <laughs> he like damn near chokes on his freaking <laughs> chill. And he goes, and I'm like, oh, is it good? And he's like, oh, oh, yeah. It's, no, it's great. You guys will love it. I'm, I'm going to go to bed. You guys enjoy. Oh, so we went downstairs and plugged it in. And the first scene is uh, those two just freaking porking the shit out of each other. Seriously? And I would looked at her and I'm like, your dad's an asshole. <laughs> your dad's a fucking click. Dog. We're going back to the store. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's how, that's how it starts out. Yeah, no. I yeah I don't know, and I'm kind of glad I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no, nope. <laughs> never went back. So I did go to watch it, but I didn't have any idea, and I stopped that show. I was naive. <laughs> I was yeah. naive at the time. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So funny times. I'm gonna finish typing that, and I'm gonna see if I can find this factory. Um. Which factory? We start the uranium about? one. I was just seeing if I could put a name to it. I thought I remember seeing a story about like that covering, but I thought that was at Chernobyl. Is it Chernobyl? I thought that's where they were doing it. I don't. I don't know if they can because it's it's everywhere there. I mean, it yeah. exploded. The, the plant exploded. So yeah, yeah. this one's still All intact. All the soil is. Yeah, the soil's contaminated. Everything. Everything's fucked up there. It's just a giant <clears throat> uranium two three five. That's what it is. It would be interesting to do one of those tours and just kind of kind of see because apparently yeah. everyone had to get up and leave. So like dolls are still. There and like bikes and um, it's basically fully furnished apartment. Ghost and, town now. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh yeah, you, you would have had to leave everything. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. April twenty sixth, nineteen eighty six. So thirty four years ago is when the when it blew up. Fewer than oh, that's weird. Fewer than a hundred deaths directly attributed to the accident. Uh, varying estimates on increased morality over the subsequent decades. So it's kind of like 9-11. People are still getting mm-hmm. like the cancers and lung disorders and stuff that are killing people after the fact. Yeah. Can you eat uranium? What the fuck? Uh, uh, you could. I mean, you could. So actually, interesting. Um, uh, uranium exposure, it pretty much has to be weaponized in a way to be, to do what it what it's known to do mm. um a small amount of uranium if actually if you eat it i just clicked on it because i thought it'd be funny um because i was waiting for a gif of like duh mm-hmm. <laughs> but it says and it'll stay in your bones for anywhere for months to years um eating uranium is much like toxic than inhaling it which actually inhaling it from what i just read it'll pretty much kill you damn near well that's it's slowly and painfully fumes and well shit. the um what uranium does is it causes renal fl- failure so it'll shut down your kidneys because oh. it makes it in your bloodstream and it gets filtered through, but when it gets to your kidneys, it destroys mm-hmm. your kidneys. Mm. So it's a slow death if Ow. you get it into your body. Mm. And it says a very small uranium can be absorbed through the skin, water, soluble uranium compounds are the most easily absorbed. So the action might be okay. So if you ever want to kill someone, you mix some uranium up in some Kool-Aid. No, you mix it in some dust and you go. 
Just like that. <laughs> but then it's like the cartoons you inhale too yeah. deeply. Right. <laughs> yeah, that. Shit. Mm. Uh, what do you guys think of that double black? It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. Oh, what's the Egypt story we were talking about? Yeah, I was just, <laughs> just about to mention that. Um, so, Bright Star, every, every couple of years, there's like a huge international uh, exercise. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. called Bright Star. So, you have militaries from all over the world, and they pretty much um, raid a beach in Egypt. It's like a dog and pony show. The press is there, and oh. people are there. They're clapping, like, ooh, in and on, you know, kind of looking at stuff. Well, we're... Um, the American military state and some of the, you know, um, other countries' militaries, where we stayed was um, considered a resort for Egyptian officers. But it was more like a ghetto. I mean, it was, it was like a project. Like, it, yeah. it, it didn't, it wasn't resort-like at all, right? <laughs> like Costco travel resort, it wasn't. No. Nah, That's yeah. what I was picturing is, like, pools uh, uh, nah. and free, de- free pina coladas on the beach and, nah. you know, shit like that. <laughs> it was next to a beach, but other than that, like, it, it just wasn't yeah. nasty. Yeah. So, anyways, you know, there were so many people there that we had tents. You know, so our um, platoon commander, our, our assistant platoon commander, he got to stay inside in the building, and we were outside in a tent. So, uh, me and a buddy, uh, Zettler, we were walking around, and I don't know how, how this conversation started, but... We just started talking to one of the cab drivers because it was a dry base, so there's no alcohol out on base. Oh. So we just started talking to him, and we were like, hey, can you get alcohol? He was like, yeah. We're like, okay. So we go back to our tent, so we start collecting money from everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So we must have collected, I don't know, probably a couple hundred bucks. And so uh, we go back to this guy, and we hand him the money, then he leaves. So he was gone for hours, hours. So we're like, man, freaking. Our money's gone. Fucking robbed yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Took our money. So, so me and Zettler, we're, we're standing in the little grass area, and then we see the cab driver. He, like, waves, like, perfect. So we run into the tent. We change into PT gear. We ran around the whole the whole compound, and then we cut through it. And when we cut through it, we stopped by his cab with backpacks, and he threw bottles in our backpacks, and then we kept on running to make it look like we are just exercising. Doing some exercise. Yeah. Right. So then we go back to the tents. There's a McDonald's that was that was there, you know, it was like in a, in a tent. Right. So we go get some cokes from McDonald's. We go back to the tent, pour out some of the cokes, and pour in Johnny Walker. Was what the guy brought us. So we had we had us a nice little party. We had some music going, and then uh, some of the naval coastal warfare guys they stopped by. So we handed them some drinks, you know. So we were all just drinking, having a good time. And whenever I see Johnny Walker, I think about think yeah. about that moment. Yeah. yeah. That we uh, did you get caught some, though? We didn't get caught. Oh, okay. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, we nice. were. Yeah, we were we were slick about it. I yeah. I forgot what we did with the bottles. I think we just threw them over the wall. Yeah, right. <laughs> Usually, the evidence. it's like there's always that one guy that gets way too drunk, and then he ends up running out like right in the middle of where he's not supposed to be, and yeah. starts like acting like a jackass. Yeah, and no, then it's like yeah, no, we were we were all good and yeah, had a good time. And so then uh, naval coastal warfare guys, we hung up, we got to hang out with them a little bit the next day, and yeah, it was a good time. Heck yeah, <clears throat> that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I like Johnny Walker, especially Double Black. So actually, my story about Double Black that I think of every time um, when we went to Disneyland, Land? World. you went to World. Florida, yeah, right? World, yeah. So we went to Disney World, and so on the plane you can pack um, 
sealed bottles and stuff. So, because mm-hmm. um, the price of alcohol down there is stupid. So I was like, yeah, I brought yeah. a bottle of that. And my wife likes it, so she's going to drink it too. And our first day there, I didn't, I didn't drink anything. Um, I don't like huge crowds of people. Still mm-hmm. don't. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm not super stoked about this vacation at the time, but it's cool. Yeah. And it's just us, our first time ever alone together. And first day in the park, um, some you can rent these scooters for like 20 bucks for the whole day. I think you can get a scooter, and you don't have to be bro- like handicapped or anything. Mm-hmm. You can get a f- get these fucking scooters and ride around the park if you want to and mm. total bullshit so most of the people who ride in them are big old fat karens yeah like uh, big course. old beefcakes like there's nothing really wrong with them they just don't want to fucking walk that yeah mm. and she's you know usually driving a big old curly fry and a big yeah. old slurpee of yeah. some sort she's mm. nasty yeah don't forget that elephant ear oh god yeah she's hiding that <laughs> up Save, under her saving that for later yeah, yeah. Got her cream cheese in there to scoop with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> slide yeah. it. Slide it through. Credit card it. Yep. Mm. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> but no, so should we, uh, I'm, I'm going to like cross across the path to go to whatever we were doing. And here comes big old 500 pound Karen on her scooter. <laughs> and I'm walking and I'd like jump back out of the way because Karen's just like, she saw me Yeah, and she's just freaking cruising. And I'm, and I thought I muttered it, but apparently it was loud enough to where multiple people heard it. And I said, why don't you walk, you fat fucking bitch? You could use it. <laughs> so Amanda told me I need to start drinking every morning before we go so I could tolerate things like that. Wait, did Karen hear you? I, if she did, she kept going. Uh... Yeah. I hope, she, I, I hope she did. And I hope she is now 150 pounds. And it, it, no, it went she to her heard soul. you, and now she is 700 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably because you're fucking with me. Yeah. So I'd start out every, where I was going with Johnny Walker every morning. Then after that, I would take, you know, the Hotel Dixie cups. They're about yeah. that big. Fill it half full, and I wouldn't sip on it. I'd throw it back like a massive shot. No mm-hmm. breakfast. Mm-hmm. Go to the bar, park perfectly buzzed, and I could tolerate everybody, including mm-hmm. the fat Cairns. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd kind of be like, <laughs> you yeah. stupid. That's what, <laughs> keep going. They sent me and uh, and J-Flo to Florida for a training, which that was, oh, my God. Did you ever go to training with J-Flo? Mm-mm. Oh my God, it's the best experience of my life. <laughs> so they send us to Daytona Beach. And literally, I've shown you, I think I've shown you pictures from the view of my hotel room because the uh, it's kind of like a, it had a setup like a motel. Like out, as soon as you walk out your door, you're outside on like a balcony. Mm-hmm. And the side of the hotel we were on, it was literally ocean. Mm-hmm. It was like hotel, uh, little like beach, outdoor bar area, the beach itself, and then the ocean. Nice. So it was fucking perfect. But every day we'd break for lunch and we'd have like an hour. And I'd always go back to my room because the rooms they gave us were like little apartments, basically. It had mm-hmm. like a full kitchen in it and stuff. So we just went grocery shopping when we first got down there. Mm-hmm. And every fucking time we'd break for lunch and I'd come out of my room after eating and look down on the pool deck. And there's Jerry with his shirt off for that day over the back of a chair sunbathing in Daytona Beach. <laughs> and I'd be like, every t- I'd always finish. And then he'd like take a nap on those chairs. So before I went back to class, I'd have to go down to the pool deck and wake Jerry up mm-hmm. and get his ass up and then we go back to class. That is awesome. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Oh shit. Oh shit. But we did we drove over uh one night from Daytona Beach to Orlando to go have dinner cuz Jerry's wife flew down and was just hanging out in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And we drove right is it Disney World or Land? I can never freaking World remember. is in Florida. 
Okay, so we drove right by the interstate turnoff, and I looked over and saw Disney World. Disney Boulevard or whatever it is. All I saw was, in a distance, I saw, like, the top of the castle and half of a parking lot. And I was like, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's <laughs> no. It's crazy. Um, and it was it was fun with two people, I, with kids. I couldn't imagine going unless mm. they were older. Mm-hmm. We want to take the kids to Disneyland. Um Amanda showing them like videos yeah. and stuff, and it'd be fun to take them. Like, I think we we're gonna do like a day or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like some, either my, I think my parents talked about maybe going, and her parents. So like, the help with the kids and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, they could enjoy it, see the princesses. Yeah. Because you know, every kid, if if you can, should go and see the princesses if that's what they want to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't grow up doing that because I didn't give a shit. Um, yeah. My vacations were two weeks up on the cellway with no cell service, which was. Amazing. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong that's with my, that. See, mm-hmm. that's my thing. And her vacations are like, go, go, go. You do stuff. You take a vacation, yeah. you go. After that vacation that we went on together, I needed a week after to actually have a vacation because yeah. it was just going. And it was fun. I mean, we even, I think at one point, um, no, we started sleeping in separate beds because they were like smaller beds and they were mm-hmm. like, they were comfortable. But like, I, we were so tired by the end of the day. I'm like, I, I just want my own space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, nope. You sleep in You want to relax, in stretch mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. But that's even that shit is so expensive. It's just like going oh, to yeah. Vegas. And the only reason we were able to like, well, we were able to afford it without the discount. But um, I think it's actually called. You, you might know better because it's the vacation place in the military. You do stuff there's like Fifty Shades of Green or something. And I and I know I don't think it's Fifty because I'm thinking of, of course Fifty Shades mm-hmm. of Green. But it's like um, maybe it's just Shades of Green or something. It's a military um, uh, vacation website that you uh, only only mm. mil, um and it can't even be a vet you have to either be retired or an active duty okay. of some sorts um because you have to send them your uh or a photocopy of your military id mm. um so we got five day park hopper passes which means you can harp, hop from park to park without mm-hmm. getting charged mm-hmm. you can do that all day long if you want to and i think for five days for two of us it was like a thousand dollars for both of us, mm-hmm. which actually isn't that bad. Well, mm-hmm. the prices went up. How much are they now? That was the military discount. So, oh, okay, yeah, I just looked it up for like plain Jane people. Yeah. So two, uh, so two people to go to one park a day for two days, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. uh, is six hundred and sixty dollars. Mm. So two days, Jesus, and you only get so you can go to like the regular park one day and the water park the next day. Mm-hmm. And it's six hundred and sixty bucks, and all that is, yeah. it says access to four theme parks, but you only get one park a day. Uh, no park hopping, no water parks, so you can't even go to the water parks, and that doesn't include parking. Mm. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. So the best thing to do, honestly, is to if you drive there, I guess we didn't. We didn't even get a rental because we went there to go to the parks. So mm-hmm. there's no reason to get a rental car because for one, they're stupid expensive and it's pain in the ass to park, mm-hmm. and then you just stay there and then you just get on the buses cause they give you full shuttles and everything. And plus there's oh, everywhere yeah. to eat there. Like you have fucking everything mm-hmm. that you could think of to eat. I mean, Disney world is its own, it has its own zip code cause it's its own city. Yeah. Well, oh wow. Basically. Yeah. So if uh, you wanted to upgrade to cheats of green, by the way, that's what it is. Ah, Oh, yeah. okay. sorry. If you wanted to upgrade to the park hopper, two people for two days and you can jump from park to park, mm-hmm. it's 890 bucks. For two days, so mm. yeah, so pretty much two hundred and some change per person per day. Like, yeah, 
Let's see if I can look at the prices here with not being able, not having to log in. Freaking um, Disney, though. And plus, well, you've actually, I don't know if you've gone mm-mm. into either one. Isn't it, once you get into the park, isn't everything in the park fucking expensive as shit? It's not horrible, actually. I mean, it's oh, really? it's park prices, but it's not like if you go to um, Silverwood or something like that where you're, like, paying 20 bottle, bucks for a hot dog. A and bottle a, of water is, like, five bucks. Yeah, so, like, it's, stupid shit. it's not horrible, but it's still more spendy. Mm-hmm. Like, alcohol, surprisingly, like, you get a pretty decent-sized... Um, Double Jack and Coke um, slushy, which were fucking amazing. Oh, nice. Amanda, I drank those, and Amanda drank like the vodka and lemonade, mm-hmm. and ah. and it was actually decent. Now you watch him pour it in there, like he's doing like real shots, not just like this little splash of yeah. and charging yeah. it twenty bucks. It was like I think it was like seven bucks each for those, hmm. which isn't horrible for yeah, a double shot. No, that's not. That's like bar yeah. prices, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. yeah, And so like stuff like that, and food like a burger with fries was like eight. See that maybe ten bucks. Mm-hmm. That's the genius of Disney. They know to keep the kids in the park, you've got to keep the parents in the park, and to yeah. keep the parents in the park, you got to get mommy and daddy exactly. fucking drunk. <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Keep those strings cheap and good. Uh huh. So I uh, see. So yeah, here you go. Um, I actually they do have their prices. So a, I'm sure prices because how long has it been? So since this is you off went? the military one. Um, military personal salute. Um, ages three and up, six-day par hawker promotional ticket. It'd be worth it to go back in the military. $301 for six days. Wow. Oh, okay. That's a hefty. And that's no tax. That's nice. a hefty yeah. discount. Or actually, they have a gate option out. It used to be you had to buy them before, and then mm-hmm. they'd email or they'd send you your tickets in like a FedEx overnight. Uh-huh. Um, you can just have them sent to the gate. Um, but a six-day par hopper promotional ticket, and these prices are good through September 26th of 2021. Three twenty fifty seven. If you pick them up at the gate, and you have to nice. pick your days, right? Mm-mm. Like you can't. Just, you just buy the tickets and then show up whenever you want, or you have to like pick the days you're going to be there. Uh, I can't remember how it works because they send you the um the wristbands. Mm-hmm. So you wear the wristbands now to scan into the gate. So that keeps track of your days. So mm. I know we didn't have to oh. use them right in a row because we mm. went to Orlando Universal Studios. Um, in the middle and so we we just we were fine we went to universal studios for a day and then we went back to disneyland for i think a day or two mm. ah. but it's kind of nice because you don't have to worry about keeping track of tickets you don't have to worry about tickets to scan into the rides mm-hmm. uh you just use your wristband because then you get the um with that each if you get the six day i think it comes with like four fast pass per day so, like so you can skip, fast, the, skip the line pretty much skip the line nice some of the rides the new ones like mm-hmm. the avatar <clears throat> were the big ones at the time mm-hmm. Um, the Avatar, the Fast Pass lines were still even like an hour and a hour and a half. Longest I stood in line for a ride was two and a half fucking hours. Hmm. Jeez. Yeah, and you I can't like jump out of line and go buy some booze or food. Yeah. You're done. You're stuck. You're or you're to the back of the line. Or you're to the back of the line. Exactly. I hate lines. I hate oh, standing in line. God. Right. Dude, I know. I hate yeah. It. That's why I'd rather go camping or go somewhere where I can like disconnect. Exactly. That's where no, I said that was my type of vacation growing up. And that's like yeah. last winter. I know Miranda wanted to go like Black Friday shopping. And I'm like, you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be at home. Yeah. I did that did that once a few years back and God it was hard. I oh, I don't like people. Like mm-hmm. I just yep, same. I, I hate big crowd. Like when I go shopping, yeah. Before freaking COVID, I go uh about one, two in the morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, because then nobody. All you mm-hmm. have pretty much are the tweakers. So yeah. if you want some entertainment, you can follow them right. and watch yeah. them freak out. Yeah, exactly. So, so you get a little bit of entertainment while uh-huh. you're shopping. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Other than that, that's it. you can get to what you need to yeah. you know, get. You don't have to worry about someone standing right in the middle to freaking 
yeah. aisle and all the other stuff. So I just I just hate being around mm-hmm. large crowds of people. Oh, I agree. It's yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. Yep. Or you go. I used to like going during the weekdays. I'd go at like two, three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. So most people are at work. And it's before like the five o'clock rush, and it's mm-hmm. like, yep. but no, you get big lines and you get in a crowd, and people just like forget like manners, normal yeah. decency, and yep. like get the fuck out of the way. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like constantly when I if I have to because sometimes I have to go when it's busy. Mm-hmm. So whenever I have a babysitter, or if the wife, you know, she's home, so I'll go grocery shopping, and I'm constantly apologizing, you know, jumping back, grab my cart, moving it out of the way, you know, being nice, and people just look at me like. Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry, man. Like they're just like you mm-hmm. said, they're fucking retarded. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. nobody cares. They'll yeah. run right out in front of you, and then they look yep. at you like you're the asshole when you're standing there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you see those videos where like you hold the door for someone and they just walk by, so you like grab them and pull them back outside. <laughs> and like right. fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, people just forget forget manners, mm-hmm. common decency. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's annoying. It, I just it's, it's rude. Yeah, people are just rude anymore. Or yeah. either, I wonder if it has something to do with like. Like that Mike Tyson quote, like social media made people way too comfortable with talking shit to someone without getting punched in the face. Mm-hmm. Like definitely. You know, and yeah. I wonder if it's kind of translating from that <clears throat> to now people just don't give a shit. Right. You know, cause yeah, every once in a while you're going to have those people where like, if you don't have manners or something like my sister-in-law is one of them where if she says like, excuse me, sorry, anything like that. And you just don't respond. Then she'll give you like a, well, I guess never fucking mind then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I've done that before. It's loud enough. Like, people fucking hear it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. 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 Yeah, I've done that. I've, like, people will like cut me off and like go in the grocery store more than anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people aren't going to hear it in your car. But no, they go to like run in front of me. I'll be like, well, excuse me. And sometimes they'll be like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, oh I'm sorry, I didn't see it. And I'll be like, ah, no worries. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, just kind of play it off, and then other people just like look at you like nasty, and I'll just stare at them. Like, or they just put yeah. their heads down. What like, bitch? Ugh. Yeah, ugh. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep going. But it's like, god damn, it's fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now the cortisol levels are raised. Yeah, now the cortisol <laughs> levels are raised. Let's talk about making a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Doing overseas contracts. <clears throat> yeah. So I found this website here, y'all, and I don't know. I know. Well, Jason, you've done like actual contract work, mm-hmm. so you might be able to see if these are good or shitty or anything. So I found silentprofessionals.org. I'm looking at the same okay. damn thing. Private you. Private security <laughs> job market. Let's see what we've got listed here. Are you familiar with that site? Mm-mm. No. Ex- so executive security services in Connecticut. The numbers are really low. $110,000 a year. It, damn. Oh, here's one. Job it's, location. Annapolis, Maryland State. 30 days pay. 10 to 12 and a half. Fuck, it's just scrolling through them. Here's one, pay 66, five, uh, that's for a, must be a full-time type job. Seven well, to 800 per day. 800 a day? Yeah, seven to 800 a day, US-based shipping and logistics. Mm. See, where's like the, like the 450 to 550 per day? Sniper instructor. <laughs> Fuck it. 36 to 45 <laughs> an hour. I'm just, it's just kind of scrolling through these jobs. Yeah. Security supervisor. Oh, there's the job title. Operational Intel Analysis, seventy to seventy-eight thousand a year. That comes with full bennies. There's a Buds Clear Preparatory Instructor. No idea how the fuck you do that one. I'm sure you gotta have a lot of actually like Buds experience. Mm-hmm. Static Security Operators, four fifty a day, sixty to ninety days on, thirty to forty-five off. That ain't bad. Say that well, again? So okay, so tell us about your. Yeah, we're, we're going through this we're shit. Just and they're sitting there like you motherfuckers. I got <laughs> stories. I got. I, I got this. 
So yeah, tell us about your experience with the this forte because obviously eight years in the Marine Corps and then into the what was the differences between like actual active duty stuff and then this kind of stuff private private stuff <clears throat> really just the pay um, the pay and then some of the people mm-hmm. um, with contracting for a while if you were military depending on which company it was it didn't matter too much what you did mm-hmm. as long as you had like that military you had a clearance or you could get a clearance then right. you could go work and do contract work with uh certain companies mm-hmm. there's a few companies out there that they only want um like tier one guys like if okay. you're delta force force recon you're a sniper um then those like they'll pay you like eight hundred thousand bucks a day and even more depending on on the contract most of those companies like they recruit though right they don't really like you don't have to go to them they come to you uh, some, some of them, they have people working for them oh. that, that were in that, um, world kind of like, yeah, that, yeah. that black ops world or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they just reach out to their buddies. Like so if like, someone's talking about getting out, Hey man, why don't you come work over here and make some real money? Yeah. Right. Instead of, cause I know the military itself always kind of amazed me with how low guys get paid. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, <clears throat> not only do you get paid, but then. Well, you get paid shitty, but then like your housing and your food and stuff comes out, a certain percentage comes out of your paychecks and it's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it, it's pretty bad. Like I, I had a buddy, um, when I was stationed in North Carolina, uh, we were in fast company together, which is the first unit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll take a little bit of that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so him and his wife like uh they they had to get wick in order to feed you know to have money for food jeez holy that's shit. sad yeah um you know they're living off base and i mean of course you have bills and you have travel you have your know, vehicle that you need probably mm-hmm. two vehicles you know and if mm-hmm. only one is working which for him it was him yeah sometimes you need that extra assistance especially if the wife isn't working because she's pregnant so she was actually on wick um Oh my Some, god! Sometimes you have to have a couple of jobs. There were guys that had families; they do Marine Corps stuff, and then afterwards they'd have a second job. <clears throat> so that's it's, fucking sad. It sucks. Like, yeah, and, and and you know it also depends. You know, depends on what area you're in. If, if you're in a different area, mm-hmm. um, of course, you know BAH pays a little bit more. Right. The basic housing allowance you know, pays a little bit more, so then you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. In some areas doesn't pay all that much, so you have to kind of live in a not so good place in order to have you know, make you know, it yeah have a little bit yeah. of extra money and that, oh you know the crazy God. thing on that note of pay that always surprises me is like you you get a delta force guy and yeah they're gonna they're gonna be higher ranks so they're gonna get paid a little bit more but they're getting paid the same rank as if you were just a fucking if you worked in like the kitchen. shop manager you mm-hmm. know logistics yeah. specialist or something <laughs> you know your special your hazard pay um like you know your overseas pay stuff like that is going to kick in when you go yeah. and do those things but like when you're just at home training or whatever you're just getting paid the same as fucking smojo over here who yeah. can't even fucking kill a fly yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. Just, that's the ridiculous thing like you think oh you're a certified badass now delta force oh yeah you know like yeah here's yeah, your, here's your 1200 a month yeah we're gonna pay you pretty damn good mm-hmm. yeah yeah no. yeah here's yeah, your 1200 yeah. a month plus you owe us 200 bucks for your chow hall food yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Which is delicious, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, just like that. You might, you know, if you're an infantry guy, you're 
in the field, I don't know how many times, or you might have like a long training op. Like I think the longest I've gone without a shower is about two months. Nice. Just doing mm. training, right? Smelled nah. like a real man. Oh, oh wow. Fuck, yeah. Smelled like a real man. When mm-hmm. you finally did get in the shower, did you feel like you peeled off skin layers? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And you're just like, oh, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, your, your, your clothes just take themselves off. Like, oof, damn, man, you you stink. <laughs> you know. But uh, yeah, you know, you're you're doing all that stuff. You know, you have a hundred pounds on your back. You know, you're running around doing all this stuff, and then so you're working, there's a guy yeah. that's sitting in an office, air conditioned office. That's his job, and you're the same rank, and he gets paid the same as you. Yeah, frustrating as fuck. Well, yeah. see, I no wonder there's hazing and yeah, yeah, no yeah. shit. Yeah, I never even thought about how fucked up it is that there's people that are serving in the military that have to have side jobs just to make fucking ends meet. Yeah. Like that's <clears throat> no wonder. I mean, and there's a, I'm assuming there's a good amount of people that get out of that and then go right into contract work. Cause it's pretty much the same job, a little bit different, mm-hmm. but the paycheck is 10 times as much. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a little sad. So pretty much the same thing that you do in the military. Like if you're an it guy, Right, you're making what whatever a corporal or sergeant makes right now, right? Mm-hmm. Which is thirty six thousand, say some somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. But the good thing about the military is that you get all that training for free and you get all that experience. Mm-hmm. So the military needs to figure out a way to kind of retain you. Um, if you're able to bump up, get up higher in rank, and you're good at your job, mm-hmm. then you get some money. But if you're not able to bump up, you're stuck at a certain certain rank. So you have an option: do I stay in or get out? You get out, you go from making thirty six thousand to making one hundred and thirty thousand. If you go work for like Halliburton or some someone else, mm-hmm. right? You know, so I mean, it's kind of staring you in the face, like, hmm. How do love we the fix the problem? Yeah, you know, you're you're like, I love the military, I love what I do, I love the people that I encounter, but I want to do some things. I want to take care of my family better. Right. I don't want to have to go away for six or you know a year. Or yeah. whatever, and not be able to bring my family with me. If I go work over there, I might not have to leave the states. And if yeah. I do, it might be for a month or two. And right, you might work. I'll go over. You there. work like nine to five with weekends off, and yeah. it's like yeah. you're home every night at the dinner table. Yeah, instead yeah. of or yeah. you're or you're in the states, and you're, you, know, yeah. you might you yeah. might have to relocate to a city or you know somewhere that you might not want to be that much, but you're making enough money to where you can probably live out in town, mm-hmm. have um, a nice suburb yeah, house. Yeah kind of deal yeah and so you just commute 30 minutes 45 minutes into work and right that's that's your that's your time away from your family it's just your commute yeah wherever your office is right at the end of the day you get to go back and you're at home makes it an easy decision at that point yeah it's like son of a bitch yeah and then uh some of the jobs are crazy like you had um (laughs) uh kbr was a huge they're they're still a huge contractor but they're more of a logistics Mm mm-hmm so they had counters, right? So they had people that would sit outside the chow hall with one of those little counter deals that uh-huh. you just click. Um, and they would just count how many people come into the chow hall. People like that were making like 100000 What the fuck? I'll be a counter. Yeah. Yeah. I won't even need, don't, fuck the clicker. I'll just one, two, yeah. three, four, five. I mean, I'm a head math. <laughs> yeah, right. And that's, that's literally all they were doing was just counting people coming into the chow hall. And someone like that was making over 100000 and then you got infantry guys that are risking their asses making 36. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> this yeah. is on the private side, right? Yeah. Okay. The yep. private side. The private just, side just provides a counter. Click, yeah. yeah. Click thing. Yeah. That's, I remember working with a guy that uh, he was infantry in the army 
and he said they had like a gym somewhere he was stationed and the guy that sat behind the counter and like maintained the gym was like a private making a hundred and some thousand a year mm-hmm. was like in the private sector. It's yeah, like the GS salaries he, are ridiculous. All he did was like manage the gym building. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like people do that in, in town here for not a even start, that. for. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, uh, whose nephew do you have to be to get that job? Right. <laughs> yeah. There's when, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of money in, in contract. Like when, the, when those wars break out, there's, Mm-hmm. a lot of money to it but the downside to it is that you don't have the same support with the private companies that you would in the military <clears throat> um so when i was um with my second company my team leader he was he was with a different company mm-hmm. and um he was a part of a group of guys that were detained by iraqis Mm. Um, and there were military guys that drove by and, you know, I mean, they're all civilian guys and the military guys that didn't stop or do anything cause it was a civilian deal. You know, they were, they were private contractors. Uh, um, oh. so Iraqis would shake down private contractors at times that like they'd want, um, uh, the pin flares, they, they would want your smoke grenades. So they try and shake you down. So uh-huh. these guys didn't want to give up their stuff. Uh, there was something with a phone. One of the Iraqis thought that someone took a picture of them. So, like, all these guys were pulled out the vehicle, and they were pretty much beat down and thrown into jail. Um, my team leader, he was beat so bad that he projectile vomited. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. So they were they were held, they were detained for a while, and then they were finally released. Yeah. You know? Now, had that have been military, there would have been, you know, some whole different repercussions. Yeah. People would have been showing that. up and... They wouldn't oh, have fucked. They wouldn't have just fucked with them in the first place. They would have yeah. just left them alone. Yeah, but when you're talking about private contractors, it's it's yeah. a different thing. And then um, wow, I think yeah. Then sometime after Obama came into office, the SOFA agreement was was changed. The uh, Status of Forces agreement was changed, and um, the new one pretty much stated that if you're a contractor. Uh, if, if I remember the wording correctly, you could pretty much be turned over to the Iraqis if something happened. So if you got into a shooting, the U.S. could pretty much hand you over to the Iraqis for their investigation or whatever. So basically to, like, hang you. I don't know. I, I don't remember, but you could be turned over to the Iraqis until an investigation was done. I, I don't know as far as I like can you know, uh, executions and all that, but... Oh, my God. I mean, you can only imagine what... Okay, I'll be you, a, ca- you, you I'll be a counter. Beat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just be down. the counter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and then then you have the uh, the uh, Blackwater guys mm-hmm. that got into that, uh, that firefight, and there's, I mean, there's, you know, <clears throat> different accounts of, of what happened. You know, they say they got attacked, and so they were defending themselves, but you have, like... Uh, Blackwater has like billion dollars, mm-hmm. but those guys have to provide their own lawyers. Like they, they have to like reach out and do like GoFundMe's and stuff like that to fight um, the charges that are being you know brought before them. Jesus Christ! Ooh. Wow. Yeah. So damn. I mean, it the it, depending on what you do with contracting, there's there's risk behind it. Right. But it's I mean as long as you're careful. And you only 
do what you really, really need to do, it's it's fine. No, I did my uh, with my second contract uh, doing protection for the U.S. ambassador. We drive all around um, Baghdad, taking them from point A to point B. And I mean, we we had some sticky, scary situations, but as long as you're careful and you're professional, you really don't have too much to worry about. It's right. Yeah. The guys that do stupid shit are the ones that fucking around, that around catch, being yeah, the egotistical that catches up Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. catch up to you. Yeah. The well, movie type of the contractor who's a total dickhead to everybody and you yeah. love when he gets boot stomped well, at the end of the movie. It's just like yeah. it's yep. just like the yeah. cop that was bullied in high school and becomes a cop because now yeah. I'm gonna get back at all you motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's yeah. I'm Ooh, sure they've got the badge. exact same yeah. and fucking yeah. issue. Yeah, and I, you you'll have that everywhere. You know, you'll have mm-hmm. guys that uh probably didn't do too much, you know, in the in the military, but then they're reading like all these awards and stuff that other guys are getting, so they hop on a a contract and now they get to walk around and carry a gun and do stuff. So, right. Yeah. yeah. They're freaking, you know, I guess they're freaking Peter's hard and mm-hmm. you know, they're wanting now to they're do like, stuff. Oh, Battle you, can't, you can't fuck with yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> Which black. So Blackwater is just a company. It's just one of the many companies that does these kind of contracts, right? Yeah. They, they did a couple of changes. So they went from Blackwater to Z to, um, Something else. I forgot what they went to. They they, they changed because they tried to change their image a couple of times. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I remember. Like, when I was in high school and stuff, like, they had a bad... Blackwater kind of had the reputation of, like, those are the people that the government sends into places to do shit that the government on paper is not supposed to do. Like, they're the ones that would just go in and, like, basically scorched earth shit. Is like, nah. the reputation they had. Yeah, and, and that's just a whole... Mis- misconception. I mean, the government contracts, they, they're mostly protection contracts. So protecting okay. diplomats, protecting uh, facilities. Um, so just kind of, you know, going going places. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, you know, in, in, the, in the beginning of the war, you know, 03, 04, 05, you'd get into some firefights out in town. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of where that, that reputation came in was – there'd be reports of contractors getting into firefights and then, you know, it was probably digging. usually Blackwater came up more times than yeah. other people. And then, yeah. And then people, you know, kind of, kind of bring in the movie stuff, which you see in the movie of a contractor, they see that and they're like, Oh, well, these guys are doing all balls, all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. And most of their contracts were protection and yeah. standing on yeah. corners and yeah. Yeah. Uh, a mo- a very well paid security guard. Yeah. Mo- <laughs> mobile or static. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. But you're also well armed. You have vehicles that are armored, so mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, I'm sure most of the time, you'd think, especially when you're protecting somebody like an ambassador or something like that, somebody pops a couple rounds at you. If you're in an armored car, you can just get the hell out of dodge, and For, just yeah, like there's no reason to have a firefight when you're trying to protect the guy in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just buy. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We had you know, we had armored vehicles, and that was. A, f- a firefight was was your your plan B. Mm-hmm. You know, your plan A was to get out of there, get the uh, get the principal out. Uh-huh. Is is what you're doing. So you're you you know your route. You know where you need to go, and you're just getting out. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah, that was that was last resort. Like stuff blew up. Your vehicle it's was fucked. down. Yeah. So you're you're gonna go for a building. You're gonna clear that building, and you're gonna hold that building until. You get the uh, quick reaction force in to, you know, get you, to out. get you yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Yeah, but the pay pay was good. Um, and then different companies have uh, different different ways of paying. Like you know, I was saying earlier, if you're uh, like with some of your British companies, they would pay you ten ninety nine. So if your contract was I don't know, like 150 a year. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what you got was 150 a year. Okay. Um, so they didn't take out Social Security. They didn't take out taxes or anything else. You have to do that. Gotcha. So what a lot of guys would do was uh, they would open up an LLC mm-hmm. through a CPA and have the CPA pay out the taxes. Gotcha. So they, so basically they just have a rerouted paycheck where it's like, okay, all the taxes came out. This is what you get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that you know Makes that sense. way you're you're paying it to everything so that the IRS doesn't come back and hit you mm-hmm. hit you too hard at the end because they were for a while um, IRS was really hunting hunting down um, contractors like almost every contractor was getting audited like I got audited oh really yeah so I had to like when I got that letter I was like oh my god but I had a CPA I was like dude he was like don't worry about it man I got it yeah I said cool you know, yeah so I, I had to pay a couple of thousand but I'm sure there were those like early 20 guys that were like 150 i'm gonna go buy all this shit and they didn't pay a damn dime in taxes and then yeah yeah you uh, see that yeah (laughs) guys would guys would uh go on vacation and um you know they go to different places and they want to stay in the five-star hotels and yeah buy up the bar and i'm just blow money overseas yeah which is which is easy because it seems like you're not paying that much but in reality you are and yeah, you know, yeah, those guys that never had money before and they just want to. Oh yeah. yeah, young, dumb, and full. Or they, of, yeah, they just money and money. Yeah, they just came out of the military making yeah. paycheck to paycheck, and yeah. now they've got a fuck ton of money. Yeah, and yeah, it's easy not. To, it's easy to save money when you don't have money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and then there yes. was there, there were some guys that were smart that they would go. I mean, you, you could still go on your vacations and stuff and just. Watch what you spend. I mean, you still right. have, have yeah. fun, but you know, you're not trying to buy the bar. You're not trying to flash buy it. drinks for everyone, flash it around, mm-hmm. and all yeah. that stuff. You know, you're not trying to stay in like the most expensive penthouse. And yeah, you just get a normal room in a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. I would, I, I would get a nice hotel, like a four, four star hotel, or even a five star hotel every once in a while. And mm-hmm. I'd stay in a regular room. Yeah, no need to get the presidential suite on the yeah. top floor because. Yeah, I don't want that because yeah. I'm going to go out, walk around, get drunk. Yeah, and I'm just gonna come. I just need. I just need the bed. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. You ain't yeah. gonna notice if it's comfy or not at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I just want a nice, clean, comfortable bed to come back to. Yeah, you know. Heck yeah. Oh man. So I mean, whether you want to or can or not answer, it's totally up to you. Oh. So did you ever have anything crazy that uh, on your private security or anything that you want to share? If you don't, you just... not 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 too crazy. Um. We we had a couple of we had one close we think it was a close call we we were going we were leaving a venue and uh, there was a vehicle so I <clears throat> like if you imagine New York type traffic that's kind of how it was in Baghdad oh okay but there were huge um not what it was called roundabouts oh yeah right like not not like ours here where it's like one lane like there were some over there that had like four lanes. Right, oh, okay. so it's just like huge, huge, Holy huge shit. roundabouts. Dang. Um, and a lot of the cars out there were like little, like Nissan Datsuns. You remember those things? Uh-huh. Little oh. freak piece of shit. Cars. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So you had like a lot of cars like that, and uh, I remember there was there's one that looked like it was really, really trying to get to us. 
like it really really wanted to get to us so we were able to get the hell out of there and um there were a couple of times um so we we had the the duke systems and they disable everything around it within like a certain certain um the diameter uh -huh. yeah um there were a couple of times that you know you go to the duke shop and have them do the stuff and they'd let you know like yeah we the uh, duke system blocked an ied because like it, it it will pop up like it would it 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 would tell those guys that yeah, it blocked a certain certain signal uh -huh. that was trying to set something off. Oh, so like shit. somebody's trying to call the bomb yeah. to make it go off, and the thing blocked it. Yeah, that'll pucker you up a little bit. Yeah, dang. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, so we we had that. There was uh, so this so this this time was kind of it was funny. It was annoying, but it was funny. I laugh about it now, <laughs> but at the time I was kind of pissed. Right. So we were we were at a venue out, out in town somewhere, and I was, uh, what was I? I think I was the lead driver. So I was the first vehicle, which always sucks, right? Because mm -hmm. yeah. you're, you're leading everyone, right? So there's no one for you to follow. So mm -hmm. you have to know the routes. You have to know where to go. Like, you have to memorize them all. So we had just dropped off uh, the DCM, the deputy chief of mission somewhere. So I parked way down, way down the street. I'm back in somewhere. The dude that was with me. Uh, one of the guys that was on our team was uh, just such a short, annoying guy. Like, he was just annoying, right? He happened to be in my vehicle. And the whole time, <laughs> I was like, dude, shut up. Stop talking, please. So anyways, a freaking rocket lands, like, right by us to the point to where I could feel the concussion, like, in, in our armored car. Could feel the concussion, right? Oh. So it goes off. We're like, oh, shit. So, you know, we're, we're on the radio, and we're like, uh, does the DC want to leave? And uh, the um, the tactical commander, he was like, Nah, he's good. He wants to stay. All right. So, you know, we're there. And the next thing we know, the the Iraqi army, you know, rolls up, you know, in armored Humvees. Mm -hmm. and so we're sitting there and they come over to my vehicle. So I was like, crap. So I'm hoping the, the commander, because, I mean, you, you could see him. And you could tell that he was the one that was in charge. I open up the door because he's right there at the door. And I, I don't want to ignore him and be rude. Plus, we're in their country. So Yeah, you right. got to play the game. Yeah. Yeah, you got to play their game. So I open up the door and. He doesn't speak a lick of English, uh, trying to talk to him, trying to communicate with him. Um, and, you know, we have, like, all this equipment that's in there, and we don't want them looking at our equipment and seeing it. So I was like, oh, God, I want this guy to go there from my vehicle. It's him and some other little dude that's, like, right next to him. And I happen to notice that this dude's getting starry-eyed, right? I'm like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? So anyway, so uh, my uh, tactical commander, he can speak Arabic, right? Uh -huh. So he, he comes up. So the commander goes and talks to him. So pretty much everyone else follows him, except for the dude that was standing next to me that was all starry-eyed. So he's like Is trying he to talk to just still staring at you? Like, yeah. yeah. It's black Jesus. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> so he's, he's standing there, and you know, he's trying to talk to me. I don't understand a lick of, a lick of Arabic. Um, so we semi-exchanged names. So he's like, Muhammad. And I was like, Jason. You know, so uh -huh. just like that, and he's like still trying to talk to me. Like, dude, I, I, I don't get it. <clears throat> so finally, he leaves, and so I close the door real quick. I was like, fuck, finally. So then he goes and he talks to uh, the tactical commander. So I can see him talking, and he gets a smile on his face. The tactical commander gets a smile on his face, and he looks over at me and starts talking to this guy again. And I was like, oh, God, annoying. So the tactical oh, commander ho hops in the vehicle, and so he gets on the radio, does like his little talking deal, whatever. So I'm just sitting there, you know, just waiting for him to get done talking. He gets done talking. So I'm just sitting there, like, you know, it's kind of like waiting to go. Uh -huh, right. Mm -hmm. So he's sitting there. He kind of looks over at me. He's like, hey, so 
that guy? And I was like, yeah. He likes you. He said you're very beautiful. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. Really? He's like, I gave him your numbers. Like, you asshole. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> did he really? No. No. Okay. That would have been amazing. <laughs> I thought he did because he's the kind of guy that would do something like yeah. that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess that's why this guy was all starry-eyed. He was like, you're beautiful. I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, no, get out of here, man. <laughs> to this day, Muhammad still calls on Tuesdays. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> that is amazing. Muhammad <laughs> uh, <laughs> finally got tired of the goats. Yeah. Mm, like, yep. This would have been missing my whole life. This is what I. This is what I need. Yeah, they have a, they have a saying out there. Um, <clears throat> men are for fun, women are for babies. You'll uh. you'll you hear that every once in a while. <laughs> what? Oh. Yeah. oh Jesus! <laughs> huh. Wow. Um, yeah, the, so like the 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 one thing that you notice kind of being over this at the, uh, the I'm probably gonna get like I don't know. We are international. Yeah, I know. Our show has gone international to what? France, Ireland, Belarus, Australia, and Australia. Yeah, so you're good. You're probably good. Uh, Yeah, I'm probably good. Perfect. (laughs) So some some of the band were like kind of, kind of like effeminate, Mm -hmm. almost. You know. Yeah. Um. God, where was I going with that? Anyways, yeah. So yeah, some of the men were kind of, kind of effeminate, kind of, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of soft. So. that. It yeah, so it didn't really surprise me to kind of kind of hear that. Oh, you know, it, gotcha. It doesn't really surprise you to, to hear that. That men are for fun, women are we, for babies. Yeah, women are for babies. Yeah. Huh. I, I I mean I I mean all right, whatever floats your boat. Yeah, <laughs> we're just staring at you like yeah. So uh, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> <laughs> wow. See, your tactical commander missed an opportunity because he could have gotten the rig and been like, hey, man, here's the deal. Either we have to give up all of our equipment or you spend the night with Muhammad. I, I, know, I right? chose like, you. He, he, he could have totally messed me, but he didn't. Yeah. Like, he was like, I mean. I chose you. How have much fun. do you love living in America we'll for see. the rest of your yeah. life? We will. So, I mean, it's Here's not where we're that. at, bro. Yeah. Let yeah. me tell you what 2020 is going to be like. You might think about it. <laughs> you know, Muhammad, he could be small. It could not be too bad. Yeah. You, let's just yeah. think about this, you know? <laughs> just, grind the, just grind the teeth a little bit. You'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You got to love it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's different. You know, every every culture is different. Every culture has its has its different things. Oh yeah. Well, you even yeah. look how women are treated, like in those cultures, and yeah. we look at that over here as like that's ridiculous and to us. But I'm sure oh, our yeah. our cultures aspects of our culture is ridiculous to them. So it's oh probably it goes both ways. Yeah. Like how we let people get away with the bullshit they do. Yeah, yeah exactly. And yeah. the way that we don't, like you said, the way we don't treat our women. I mean, that's yeah. there's <clears> very. For the most part, first world countries are, for the most part, pretty, pretty similar mm-hmm. across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Europe, Australia, you know, France, places mm-hmm. like that. Like you know, it, for the most part, equality is a thing across the board. But you go into second and third world countries, yeah, and no, that's it, true. It's like women, women are for birthing and making a home, and that's the way they're raised. And they're yeah, yeah. They, they may not be fine with it per se, but that's what they do, or else they die. Yeah. Well, you even look at people in America. There's people that are raised like white nationalists that hate people of different color, different cultures, mm. but it's like the kids, they were raised with parents telling them this is right. This is wrong. Yeah. This is good. This is bad. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's just what you're conditioned to do. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you always kind of felt bad for girls over there. I remember, um, 
at the embassy, the, uh, God, what was she? The embassy psychiatrist, right? She, mm-hmm. um, had some, had some kids come on, on the embassy. She, through some networking and all that stuff, she was able to get some, some orphan kids to come on the embassy. And so she thought that we were kind of weird because the first group that she had were boys and none of us really came around Like none of the contractors really came around. You know, she walked around with them, showed them stuff. And we were just like, you know, whatever. When the girls came, a lot of us gave them toys, candy, money, and she was like, the fuck is wrong with you guys? You know, what are we, you trying to, like, groom them? We're like, no, they, they have it rough. And a couple of guys told them stories because a couple of guys had been in different parts of Iraq. Mm-hmm. They told them story, uh, stories. You know, those girls, they have it bad because they're women mm-hmm. in, mm-hmm. in Iraq. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my buddies, one of the guys that was on my team, he was uh, in southern Iraq. And where he was, a, a V-bid went off somewhere, a vehicle-borne IED. It, it went off somewhere and it um, injured a bunch of people, right? So his team shows up and uh, some medics show up, right? <clears throat> so the medics show up and there's there's women and children that, that are hurt, you know, pretty bad, right? The medics get out and you would have a man like, like one of us here that maybe had a gash on the arm and would go towards the medics and the medics would like grab these guys and take them to the... To, to the vehicle while there was a little girl that had her leg blown off laying right there screaming. Like the medics almost bypassed them. And my buddy was like, we literally had to point our guns at the medics' heads and say and help make her. them help the women and children first. Jesus. Like Christ. like they, they, they had to keep the men away and make the medics help the you know, the injured women and children. Wow. And that's just Wow. You know, that's just... Well, yeah, because over here, it's like, if if that was... If I had a gash and a girl had her leg blown off, I'm like, I'm good. Like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> More than likely, you're probably going to be helping her. Yeah. You're capable. I was like, I'm all right. Yeah. yeah. Like, fuck that. And I yeah, mean, that's and it, it could have just been that area. No, I'm not saying it's all of Iraq. It could have been just that area in particular, but that was something that he encountered. And mm-hmm. there's other guys out there, you know, that probably have similar stories. Yeah. So... You know, once once you know, guys kind of told her like their stories, and then she understood why we were giving the girls attention yeah. and not the boys because we knew that they had it they had it rough just for being women, right? But yeah. those those boys, they were they were good. Yeah, they're they'll grow up, they'll be okay. Yeah, but those girls, they're the ones that. That's what, and I don't know if it was complete bullshit or what, but I saw a video online once that was like a twelve-year-old being married to like a sixty-year-old man. And yeah. it was like, an, I don't know if it was arranged or what the hell it was, but it's like, that's normal to some people. I, yeah, I've, I've heard that happening in like places like uh, Afghan, um, the, the child, child weddings, yeah. and stuff like that. I, I've heard, I've never, I mean, I've never, I never made it to Afghan, so I don't know, mm-hmm. but there's a yeah. lot of research out there or, you know, kind of studies or whatever proof mm-hmm. that, 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 says that it, does yeah. happen. Yeah. That's crazy. <clears throat> Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a different culture. It's mm-hmm. I mean, it's here it's not really acceptable, but over there I guess that's it's the norm. Yeah, that's normal yeah. to them. Yeah. I mean it may blow our minds, but it's just like normal thing for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll celebrate it just like anything else mm-hmm. for some cultures. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's a diverse world we live in and a lot of people don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. 
that is a lot to be learned out there or just to flabbergast you. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. And there's, I mean, there's a lot of interesting, interesting stuff out there. You know, um, that's one of the things I, you know, I so thankful, you know, that I was able to join the military and kind of be exposed to mm-hmm. so many different cultures. Cause I got to learn so much and experience so many different cultures and just have, have fun with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, like being in China, China was fun. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a different place. It's cheap. And I, I just had a blast out there. It's, it's fun. So being able to go to all those different countries and experience mm-hmm. those different cultures is definitely. Heck yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely fun. Here's something. This is completely off topic in left field, but I, f- I found a documentary recently about the, uh, golden state killer. You remember that one? Golden state killer. Maybe. Uh, he started Maybe. out as a, <clears throat> he started out as a serial rapist, uh, in 1976. Mm-hmm. Um, and then progressed into rape and murder and he, he was never caught. His crime spree went from his first account was June 18th, 1976. And the last known victim was May 4th, 1986. Mm. So he went 10 years with, uh, let's see. Carrying his ax on. Yeah. Carrying this continually. Um, and then they never found it. The only reason they were able to find him, his name's, uh, Joseph D'Angelo. And he's, I think he was sentenced, uh, 12 life terms plus eight years because, you know, you got to add that eight years on because as a fuck you, mm-hmm. um, but he's already, he's 74 years old and they found him. I think he was captured in 2000 and where's it at? Uh, damn it. Where's it at? 2001. No later than that. I don't know. Regardless. Uh, the detective that actually found him had an interesting way of doing it. He, he used warrants for 23 and me and ancestry.com because they had DNA. Luckily, like we've talked about in the past, back in the day before DNA was a thing, police officers knew DNA eventually would become a thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they would still collect DNA, even though they couldn't test it and put it away with it at time. So they had this guy's DNA, but they didn't know they couldn't test it or do anything with it. Well, this detective, uh, gave court orders to 23 and me and ancestry.com. Cause you can do the DNA tests on ancestry mm-hmm. and then compared this guy's DNA to these websites, which was millions of DNA profiles that aren't, they're not felons. They're not sex offenders. They're mm-hmm. not anything. And, uh, found, I think, his niece or nephew that had done one of the DNA tests and basically came back with like a relative result. Right. And then all they did was just looked at that person's immediate family. Who's the right age, who lives in the right area, who, you know, just basic from there went to the guy's house, uh, did a trash pull and found like a coffee mug and pulled DNA off of it and got it and got a match. Damn. Mm. And they caught him. That's a lot of legwork. That's yeah. a lot of legwork. But when you're looking oh, at when you're looking at 57 Rapes. rape and murder victims, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> did you scroll down further? Because I clicked on the tab that you're on. Um, uh-huh. Did you scroll down further and see that he was a cop? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. No, he was a, a former 
like Ex- some small town in California Ex- police Exeter. officer, Exeter police officer. Mm-hmm. And he was a cop, uh, I believe, while he was doing some of these acts. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at some of the sketches that they did of him. There's there's a couple here that actually didn't, that kind of turned out. It's like, I'm showing Jay because you can the, look at him, but like yeah. that's him mm-hmm. as a younger age. And these three. Yeah. Sound, well, that, I mean, especially like that one, yeah. kind of the similar face structure. Yeah. But, no, they um, look similar. I'm surprised nobody at the police department didn't look at these sketches and be like, "That's I know that fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> hey, that motherfucker. Right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Hey, what was his name? John? James. James. Hey, J- James. Uh, where were you like, last night? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you sick bastard. Yeah, you know, and I think something like that, you just, you wouldn't think it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're a cop for a reason. Yeah. And you wouldn't think it. I've, uh. God, I remember watching some series. Um, God, probably some documentaries. I, I watch a lot of documentaries. I like documentaries. Mm-hmm. And there was a cop that uh, somewhere, don't remember where, but he would do that. Like if he pulled over like a pretty girl, he'd be like, you know, he, he was an older guy, you know, more heavy set, And he'd tell him, well, you have two choices. You can either go to jail or you get to have me. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so, so the, these women had a choice. They can either go to jail or they could have sex with this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I mean, he eventually ended up getting caught, but. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, just, that was just like uh, Daniel Holtzclaw in Oklahoma City mm-hmm. did the same thing, but he, was, he wasn't he was an older guy. I think he was, like, in his mid-20s. Like, he was a former D1 linebacker. Like, he was an NFL prospect and mm-hmm. then became a cop because his dad was a cop. But he would target, like, uh, African-American women in, like, these ghetto areas mm-hmm. of, like, Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. And he ended up getting caught, and I think they gave him like 260 years mm-hmm. in prison. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, you don't fuck around. Yeah. But the thing, let's see, with this, with James here, where the part where I thought was almost more fucked up is while he was in your house, he'd break into the house, tie people up, do whatever he was going to do to whoever he was going to do it to, and then leave. Before he would leave, he would grab, he would get the phone number of the house he was in. Hmm. And then for year, like there was one, uh, cause the victim impact statements, cause he went to court cause he's not dead. Um, one of the victim impact statements, he was calling certain victims up to 10 years after the attacks. No wow. Shit. He would call them and like, they played some of the recordings. They were like, he's just like breathing really low saying like, I'm going to come back. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to fucking kill you. Like he, some of these people, it was 10 years. They were getting phone calls from this fucking Jeez. guy. Jesus like still Christ. trying to. First one I got, I would have changed my fucking number. Yeah. That's what I, I was like. Was it hard to change your number back then? Like, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't think, think so, so right? Disconnect yeah. the phone, maybe? Like, yeah. who knows? But Put in a new line. Mm-hmm. But I guess we'll come to find out that he was a fucking cop. Like, he would have, he could have figured it out. Could have kept going. Regardless. Yeah. yeah. Right. And they did. Once they caught him, they hit him with the DNA evidence, and he just, he pled guilty to everything to avoid the death penalty. Oh, but I was like, even I don't care what's I don't care if you're in Texas. Like Texas kills fucking everybody. Yeah, this guy's in California. Uh, yeah, he ain't get. If he gets the death penalty, he's gonna die before he hits death row. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah. Before Especially he... the uh, like the video they showed where he was in court, and it must have been this year because he had like everybody had their masks and their face shields and all that shit on. Um, he's like not. He's not. He's going to die soon. Mm-hmm. Like he's not, he's on his last leg. Like he's like mm-hmm. 90 pounds in a wheelchair. Can't even fucking talk. Like he's not. Mm-hmm. Oh, game over. Yeah. Good. So it's like, even if, even if you yeah. did get death row, 
yeah, you're not. Plus, looking at California. I was just going to say, when was the last time they killed someone? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to Google right now. I think it was, uh, was it Tookie Williams, the last person that they killed? I don't know. Oh, let's see. California death row. As of 2015, 708 males are on death row, all held at San Quentin. San Quentin. San Quentin. San Quentin. The last person put to death in California was Clarence Allen, a 76-year-old, and he was executed in 2006. That's that's sooner than what I would have thought for Cali. Still 15 years ago, and you've got over 700 people on death row. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I recently saw, um, fuck was his name? Peterson, Scott Peterson. Uh, His death sentence got commuted. To a life without parole. Hmm. So Remind he's not. Remind me that is again. Uh, he killed his pregnant wife. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we talked about uh, this. Lacey, Lacey, Lacey Peterson. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on Christmas Eve or some shit. Mm. And it was it was a nationally uh, put out there murder. I mean, he only he just killed the one. Mostly it, it hit big news because his wife was like eight and a half months pregnant. Jeez. Like she was just about to have uh, their baby. And God, how do you that do that? Right in their shit. People, man, sick, well, twisted. Looking at because yeah. I do the same thing. I watch documentaries all the time just because it's better than like yeah. fucking reality TV. Yep. But this guy was a, um, he was pretty much like he just wanted a restart on life. Like he had a mistress on the side, and mm-hmm. literally he called his and his mistress. They've interviewed her. She was like, I had no fucking idea who he really was. Um, he called his mistress. From a candlelight vigil for his missing wife and lied to the mistress and said, I'm in Paris watching fireworks by the Eiffel Tower. And he was at a candlelight vigil for his missing wife who he fucking uh, smothered her. Jeez. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, some some people, their moral compass is just oh, completely yeah. off. Or the fact to think like who. Just keep going. I'll be right back. I need to answer this one. Like people that think, oh, we have to, uh, I want to restart on life, so yeah. I know what I'll do. Like, yeah. I'll just fucking murder everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, their morals are, yeah. where the hell did they come up with these guys? Yeah. But. Yeah, it's just sad. So many, so many people like that out there. Mm-hmm. You know, they just have those bad morals. And, you know, sometimes the difficult thing is really, like, when they commit to them is, finding them and getting something to stick and because mm-hmm. some some people they they know the game they know how to play it just a little bit and some not so much and you can catch them yeah well that's like even i think the fbi the fbi estimates that at any given time there's 50 to 75 serial killers in this country mm-hmm. that are just free like mm-hmm. they haven't caught them yet they haven't screwed up mm-hmm. but there's like that's even and yeah it's a when you look at the population as a whole, like that's a very small percentage, mm-hmm. but still, it's like there could be one in this town yeah. that we don't know. Yeah, like, and we could be, we could see him at the grocery store all yeah. the time, and it's yep. like, oh hey, that's a fucking yeah. serial killer. Yeah, but we won't know until the day they actually get caught, if yeah. ever. Yeah. And then. Yeah, and then we there have, you know, we have the river, we have the mountains. People go missing sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. Well, there's even in Idaho, just as a state, like we have a lot of unsolved mm-hmm. missing person cases. Mm-hmm. And it's like maybe they went missing, maybe they got mm-hmm. murdered and buried in the mountains. Mm-hmm. Like, who just, the hell knows? Yeah, just point. thrown in a river. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, that undercurrent can hold someone for a while. What? And are we talking about killing people and how they die? Yeah, we're. Mm-hmm. T- I just brought up how uh, 
the FBI statistics say that at any given time in this country, there's 50 to 75 serial killers that are free. Yeah. Right now. Oh, it makes sense. And my question is, like, you know, just because everybody thinks about, like, what would you do with a body if you had to kill someone, right? And am I, am I the only one? <laughs> Everybody's like, like, no. Oh, okay. Are you just waiting for me to continue? Yeah, yeah, like, oh, yeah. I'm waiting for you to, I'm I'm for like, you to finish. Yeah, never mind. Uh, we'll be done. <laughs> and <laughs> goodbye. Uh, but no, so yeah, you think, like, most people think, like, okay, if you had, what would you do with the body? And I don't get how, like, more people aren't, like, like you said, you, you take them, like, for example, the lake up there. Mm-hmm. You tie some heavy weights around their whole body or whatever, you know, wrap some canvas, sink them. Mm-hmm. And that, mm-hmm. that, the lake is deep and deep as fucking some spots yeah and um or like burning i don't get like fire is such an amazing resource like the right chemicals you can burn shit to fucking ash i mean mm-hmm. teeth and everything mm-hmm. oh yeah done and then you just poof, mm-hmm. to the wind i just yeah. don't and, and people are so sloppy like that one that we had just up there in waha yeah I just like did they even try burying her or was she just in the like springs or something no i think they just left her just there. left her yeah and it's just like no, she was in a field like a clearing just yeah and i told you because i went up there uh, like it was literally, did you go up there for that? Mm-mm. But that's not in this County. Um, but it's literally the clearing. Oh, that's is, right. It was Lewis County. Yeah. It was Lewis County. Yeah. Uh, the clearing is there's a little off dirt road that goes up and just gets up into this clearing and then stops. Mm-hmm. And you could tell where they dumped her, that they literally backed the truck up to the end of that road, pulled her out and left. Yeah. Like there was no attempt to hide it. Nothing just on the ground. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Man. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, well, and the thing is, is like, obviously when your brain is at a point of whether, whether you're a serial killer or not, when you kill someone, your brain is in a good spot. It's not, Mm -hmm. so you're not going to be thinking logically. Like right now we're decent human beings. We're not going to kill people. Mm -hmm. So we think in a smarter, you know, fashion of like, if, if I was to do something, I'm going to be smart about it. Well, these people, when they do it, they're in the moment and they're probably wigging the fuck out, if, mm-hmm. especially if it's a heat of passion type yeah. thing or a one-time thing. Yeah. Or that guy up the river, like we were talking about undercurrents, mm-hmm. that floated up and he'd been missing for like 30-something years. Yeah. And he was just in an underwater cave. Yeah. Because I think he was fishing or something when he went missing mm-hmm. and fell in, drowned, got sucked into an underwater cave and was there for like 30 years. That's yeah. crazy. And yeah. then he broke out and the only reason they were able to ID him was uh, he still had his jeans on. Oh, and his, yeah. his truck keys were in his jeans. Yeah. And that's right. Yeah. And then they took it back to the wife and she took the key. That's and, how they yeah, ID'd him. She, with took the key. The, she took the key and opened the truck. Yeah. And it was like, I guess. That's so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like yeah. 30. He spent 30 years that's at the crazy. bottom of that river. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, yeah. And I was talking to some, what was it dad? Because he used to dive the river a lot. He used to be with the Nesbury's County mm-hmm. dive team. And yeah. they used to dive in the river a lot. And um, so my dad used to do Idaho County. Right. And so he was. And he's like, you'd be amazed at like how many underwater caves there are, how many underwater caverns. There's a spot just um, shortly up the river that you can get sucked under. If you get sucked under just right, it won't kick you out until like, um, like Gibbs Eddy area. It's like a, mm. it's like a damn tunnel. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just get the right flow current and it'll suck you down and deep. And then once it gets down and slows down enough, it'll kick you back up mm-hmm. when the water has to be right. But like water's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. I don't, I, I think most of us share, you know, we're, all God fearing and kind of believe in the Bible for the most part. Like mm-hmm. you look at yeah. the Grand Canyon, and if you believe, at least what I believe, you know, is if it was the flood. The flood is probably what created the Grand Canyon, mm-hmm. and it's just massive amounts of water moving quickly at a quick pace, 
fucking world full of it. Yeah. Look what it did to the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Yeah. There's some people out there who probably believe it was billions of years of shaving out water. I don't know. Maybe you guys do. I don't know. Whatever you believe. No big deal. But water's fucking powerful regardless. Yep. I yeah. mean, you yeah. can pressurize it enough to cut through steel. Yeah. 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 And that's what yep. dad, when he was doing his Idaho County dive stuff, he never, luckily he never got stuck in that situation. But they told him, like, if you get caught in an undercurrent, just curl up in a ball, protect your face mask, your oxygen mask, like, and just wait. And then eventually you'll go into this fucking cave and then you can figure your way out. Yeah. But it's like, don't fight it. Just, it, you're not going to win. Mm-hmm. Panic, just, yeah. just go with it. You panic, mm-hmm. you die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because yeah. you panic, you lose your mask, you lose your oxygen, and you're just you're right. just done. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they'll probably never find you. Or they'll find you 30 years later right. when you somehow magically break free right. of the fucking cave you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On on the cellway, Dad um, and his brothers, and Dad said it was like he's glad that Grandpa made him wear a life jacket even when they were playing in the river. Because like, Grandpa made us wear life jackets, and one time it saved his life because he got in one of those. You've seen the um, – have you been up on the cellway? You guys haven't been up on the cellway, mm-hmm. have you? No, well, it's I haven't. just like any like smaller river. Like you get some of those big, um, you know, tumultuous like mm-hmm. rapids. Just kind of the big ones that roll, mm-hmm. and um, the cellway is super clear because you can kind of see into the water at a right angle. You can see what it's doing. And he got caught in one of those because they were playing around. I think on his tube, it sucked him. It sucked him off of his tube under the water and just spun him there. Dad said it was like thirty seconds. He just sat there spinning. And he eventually um, got kicked out of it. And the only reason he said he came back up so quick was because of his life jacket. Because mm-hmm. he could feel yeah. the life jacket was kind of doing his job, trying to mm-hmm. pull him up, and it kind of worked him up, and he was able, and it got him sucked back out. Otherwise, mm-hmm. like he would have just been gone. He would just have been sitting there spinning the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's either that, and I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, son of a bitch, who am I going to do the show with? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh shit. But that, or even like the ocean, like those rip currents yeah. that'll take you like yeah. miles oh, yeah. away from shore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dad said him and his brother, well, they were on a family vacation in Mexico. And he's just on the beach, and he's a little bit out further than his brother. And all of a sudden, my uncle's just on his back, and all of a sudden, his brother just starts scooting fucking ass on mm. his back. And Dad's like, I just dug my heels into the sand and grabbed a foot. Yeah. And his he didn't even – my uncle didn't even know he was getting pulled. Oh, yeah. So he sat up, and he's like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> it's like, you're getting fucking <laughs> – you're about to go to sea. <laughs> Oh shit! And then he just said he just started inching sideways until he came out of it, and then yeah. they just went back in. He's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we're done swimming <laughs> for the yeah. day." That'll pucker you up a bit. <laughs> yeah, God, that's one thing. As I've dad, because we used the ocean was our fall trip that we do, and it's just one thing he always told us is he like you, you don't turn your back to the ocean. Like it's one thing you do. You respect and you respect everybody water you're around, mm-hmm. whether it's an inch deep or fucking mm-hmm. drink. Yeah, you don't you don't turn your back to it and you respect it completely. Yeah, yeah. and that's the way I've always. It will kill you. Yeah, like even the swimming pool. Like I told the girls, like yeah, you're safe. The deepest end is eight feet, and yeah, you can drown in a couple inches of water. Mm-hmm. But it's like yeah, it's your swimming pool. You're comfortable with it, but you know, be respectful of the water and everything around it. It doesn't yep. take much to yeah smack yep. your head and don't go be, unconscious. Don't be yep. diving head first into the shallow end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some stupid. Yeah, like, trying to get on top of the house and jump into the shallow end of the pool like that's gonna be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Liar. Dumbass. I really hope that like <laughs> that really wasn't his plan. Uh, I think. Well, he I think said it jokingly. It was yeah. once he got up there. I think he noticed how far it was from the corner of the house to the pool. Yeah. So even in the state he was in, he was like, "I'm not making this." Yeah. <laughs> I don't think because you haven't been to our house, have you? Mm-mm. It's uh, from the, I think from the, you figure from the corner to the shallow end corner, like closest corner to the house that 30, you could clear. thirty feet. 
About, yeah. If not 20, more. 20 to 30 mm-hmm. feet. Yeah. It's a jump. It's a jump. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't care who the hell you are. Like, mm-hmm. And you only got three feet of water to land in. Yeah. yeah. That's that's to <laughs> yeah. get You're into the, something. That's to get into the kitty side of the pool. That's yeah. not to get into the... <laughs> Uh, you want to make the deep end, you yeah, a little you, further. You've got a ways. Yeah, but huh. that's yeah. Nobody, you probably are gonna land next to the pool, break your ankles, and mm-hmm. get all sorts of fucked up. Mm-hmm. But that's where most people fuck up is those videos where they just miss, and then it's ankle, and you're like, yeah, oh, man, I can only imagine. Oh, oh, speaking of like screwed up injuries, did you see the one like the, some of the worst MMA injuries where the guy caught a knee? Cap right to he the freaking head. Crushed the skull yeah, right between just, the eyes. Have you seen that one? Ooh, no. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. like right here. And it was like, and looking at him, he was just sitting up, you know, kind of smiling in the hospital. And you can just see it just looked like kind of like you've seen your newborn baby, like that dent on the top of their head. Yeah. Kind of looked like that on the front. And then they showed that. Um, you're probably pulling it up right now. I right? am, yeah. The x-ray of it. And, I mean, the front of his skull was in, I don't know, a good seven or eight good-sized pieces broke up. Ooh. I was like, oh, God. Man, that's lights Let out. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I know they won't. Well, if you look it up on. If you look uh, it up on YouTube or something, you, you can YouTube. see it. Yeah, here. I just mm-hmm. found like a 23 second video that I'll flip around here so you can see it. But yeah, freaking gnarly. Yeah, it was just straight knee to the head. And does it show a little picture? Uh, I'm, I'm hoping at the end it shows a picture of. Uh, it's like X-ray. Yeah. Or either the X-ray or there it is. Ooh, yep. Yep. Damn. Right. It fractured. There's the X-ray. Mm-hmm. There it is. Yeah. It's like. Whoa. Yeah. It's a hell of a knee. No yeah. shit, right? <laughs> Where you see those guys who like they connect freaking, they check each other at the same time, and then they go chicken leg, break the legs. Gumby, yes, yeah, break that. the tibia yeah. and fibia. Yeah. Oh man. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Those are. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like them. And then they, when the thing is, it happens so quick, then they go to stand back up. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah. 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 You don't feel it at <laughs> yeah. first, and then you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. <sighs> then yeah. it sets in. It's like, yeah. <sighs> I've seen some of them where, like, the guy, like, he goes down, and he's like, oh, this is my opportunity. He goes to ground and pound him, and then he'll be one guy. He'll be like, he'll be like, and he'll step back, and he'll just be like, oh, shit, what just mm-hmm. happened? Yeah, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh. So there's some shitty MMA fighters out there who are like, well, you're training, and you finish the fight, you know, ground and pound, whatever mm-hmm. you have to do. And then there's some people who are actually like decent human beings, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that sucked. Yeah. Because like yeah. even in boxing, like we, we knew when we hit each other real mm-hmm. good, like, you know, someone tried to do a slip, and like they'll step back and then come in for a big hand, and you catch them, mm-hmm. and catch them as they're stepping in and you know you connected and you just kind of back off yeah and they're just sitting there doing the whole like yeah because it's doing great the, have you ever been yeah. hit that hard where everything just goes black mm. it, and it was it's just like a cartoon like it goes and it goes down like if you don't go i've never gone all the way out and it goes to about as narrow as looking through some closed curtains yeah. and then it goes like this and you're like and you're it's, doing it's the, kind of cool honestly you're like holy shit you're doing the chicken dance the whole time and you're just standing there you're like and i stayed on my feet for that it was a great day granted, when i did that to you, a professional i actually caught him yeah, yeah. granted yeah. if you would have been in an actual fight they would have kept hitting you oh yeah no when you see that motion you're like oh you're going for the finisher yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. oh man there's times honestly i miss that i miss getting hit miss hitting it's fun. You're a sick bastard. First you talk about where you're going to hide dead bodies, and now you're talking about hitting people <laughs> in the face. Do you want me to, you don't know about what I do in the bedroom? <laughs> Later. <laughs> Later. Later. Uh, whips and chain are mild. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> that's, the, that's what we start with. <laughs> a 
the foreplay. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If there isn't blood by the end of it, then we have not done anything crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My safe word is keep going. <laughs> right. Oh, I just realized that they're starting. When is their meeting? Ah, we're getting, we're getting interrupted. Uh, isn't the meeting room down the hall, though? It's just well, right down there. I oh, guess. gotcha. Yeah. Um, it's about that time anyway. No, it is. What, where are we at? An hour and a half. Oh, no shit. Yeah. God, we keep Damn. doing this when we bring on awesome guests. Yeah, we've been here for an hour and a half. <laughs> like, what was it? We, yeah, Jeff, we did the same thing. Well, yeah, Jeff Fafa. Jeff Fafa. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who does that. Jeff Fafa. I think I have him in. As my phone is Jeff Fafa. I yeah. think yeah. I think well, I have Miss Cotton. Got, I've got. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the whole thing. What I have you and my phone as. Um, I have Miss. Oh, in, this will be interesting. J, I've got to make sure I don't screw it up, and I'm not lying to people. It is J Brown Chocolate Thunder. That's what go. it is. Yeah. Yep. Like there it. you go. Yep. I like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every I I tell you a story about that, but mm-hmm. when, when I first said that, um, so of course you know being the first black law enforcement here, uh-huh. and then coming from military like. You get made fun of regardless of your race or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. everybody gets made fun of, you know. So, I'm not sensitive, you know. I'm not I'm not PC at all. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like, dude, don't call me African American. Just say that black motherfucker over there. And I'm good, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm good with it, you know. So, uh, Fuck the formalities. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there was a couple of other um, Jay Browns at, uh, at the SO at the mm-hmm. time. So someone was like, uh, God, there's so many Browns here. Like, what are we going to call you? I was like, I just call me JB, J Brown, or Chocolate Thunder, right? Like, <laughs> I did it jokingly, right? Like, just jokingly. And everyone at the same time, like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, if you, uh, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> if, you, uh, if you talk to Egbert, uh-huh. when I told Egbert the same thing, he was like, mm, mm, no. mm. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone was like, like, like on eggshells. Yeah, I was just going to say on eggshells. I was like, guys, chill out. Well, you you motherfuckers need to lighten up. You yeah. got to tell the coffee mugs story oh yeah yeah there's a coffee mug story well so so anyways so yeah so you know i eventually like kind of broke everyone down yeah. and got everyone comfortable because i i want my friends to be comfortable with mm-hmm. me, you know right. so yeah because i'm not pc i'm not i'm like whatever you know it's whatever so yeah so at work god it's a freaking coffee mug right so <laughs> i, I was working there mug. when that happened yeah. yeah i had a coffee mug and it was epic. Like, I, I ordered it online. It was epic. It was token black guy. Perfect. You're right. Perfect, perfect. Nobody's going to pick this mug up and be like, whose mug is this? You'd think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> you would think. <laughs> so, I had this mug. Token black guy on it, right? Only black guy that works there, right? So, obviously, it's mine. Uh-huh. So, anyways, uh, I, actually, I, I left it in a report room because um, I normally hit it. But I left it in the report room on on top of like one of the computers. Uh-huh. So the story goes right from what I hear is the sheriff walked by, he saw it, he backtracked like he stormed in there and grabbed it, was like whose mug is this, and then stormed out with it, right? So he took it to his office. Then he sends out a department wide email with a picture of it. I don't know whose mug this is, but who whoever it belongs to, it's in my office. So I get a I get a uh, text message from my corporal at the time, uh-huh. Woods, and he's like, "What'd you do now?" And I was like, "What are you talking about?" He was like, "Read your email." <laughs> so I was like, "Oh God!" So then I opened up my email and I see it. I was like, "Seriously?" 
Well, that's what they, cause he sent the email to the people on the jail side too. And my corporal at the time opened the email and he's like, well, I'll give you three fucking guesses. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. So, so I was like, seriously? So then I was like, fuck. All right. So go to the SO, go to his office. He's in there. And I was like, hey, sir, uh, the mug is mine. You know, he's like, okay, well, I didn't know whose it was. You know, I didn't know if one of those guys, you know, uh, b- bought it, you know, and I, you know, whatever. Oh. You know, I, I didn't know whose it was. So you yeah, take it and take it home. And I was like, okay. So I did, took it and took it home. But I think it was the fact that he thought that someone else bought it. So yeah. did he think someone was like putting it there so you'd see it? I, I, I don't know. Like, but I, I feel like you'd appreciate you that if someone actually that bought it for shit. you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'd be like, oh, sweet. This is mine. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> and if it did belong to someone else, I'd be like, check move, bitch. It's yeah. <laughs> it's got my there name on one, it. <laughs> there is one in this house, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what, oh, man. Well, we've talked about it off the air. It's like, what are we going to do if someone hires another one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah He's well, going to haze the fuck out of him. I, we're all yeah. going to be like, you're number two. You're the so, Yeah, so we, uh, we we talked about it at work, and um, there was actually one guy that was going through backgrounds, and he was, he was in the Navy, but he got hurt um, in boot camp, so he had to get out. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like I, <clears throat> and so everyone was like, uh, like what, what, what's gonna happen? What, 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 you know, what are you gonna do? I was like, well, first off, <laughs> what do you do? What's gonna happen? He and I are gonna have a sit down. I'm gonna have to let him know. Okay, there are certain Caucasians that belong to me. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> I call them the chain gang. <laughs> these are my folk. <laughs> these are mine. These, these are my whiteies. Okay, you you can have some of your own, but, but you these, get your own followers. Yeah. <laughs> this is the list of already approved. These are the ones you can have. <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus. These are the ones that are mine. Okay, these, these are mine. You can have the rest of them, but these right here, these are mine. Because this is my list. Stay the fuck away. <laughs> Don't you pray trying to do converting over here on my side, boy. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. <sighs> oh, that's funny. Well, I remember. I can't remember what the fuck it was. But it was, I had to walk away because we're standing on the side of the road. And I don't know if the guy, I can't remember what the call was, honestly. But the, you're talking to them, and they're like, I'm sorry, what's your name? And you're like, Officer Brown. And the guy's like, really? Really? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no. It's right here. It's right there. I swear to God. But he, did, he like turned his head to the side. He's like, really? Really? I have fun with that stuff. Like, I love it. I love like, it. I, I'll mess with people. You know? It was like, fucking funny. Like, yeah, imagine that black guy named Brown. <laughs> I had a I had a buddy, uh, my second unit. He he all of a sudden one day just had an epiphany. Like I was standing by him, and he stopped and he looked at me. He's like, "Brown, I just realized you're a black guy named Brown." I was like, "Are you serious? I've been here two years. <laughs> just don't realize this. Are you fucking serious right now?" <laughs> he was like, "Dude, I'm gonna call you a different color every day." I was like, "Whatever." So like the next day he calls me white. The next day he calls me pink. After that, purple, green. What like it, it lasted for a while. Oh it man, it took him that long. That's like, funny. Wait a minute. It must have been an ASVAB waiver. <laughs> must have been. <laughs> Probably. Hold the fucking phone here. <laughs> oh. Oh That's man. Who? I'm not flying today, by the way. That was where I had to take that call because it was my instructor. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's why I poured another drink. Oh, there you go. So. Nothing right. Nothing wrong with flying while intoxicated. Yeah. Legally, yes, but no. Who's you're gonna, right. Who's going to pull you over? 
Exactly. The Air Force? I right. don't think so. I think actually under state code, yeah, actually under state code, at least in Idaho, I haven't looked at Washington, but under state code, um, a state commission officer can, if you're reported as FUI, um, yeah. you, you can actually, they can come out and do a field sobriety test. Now, it won't affect you. You, I don't know, I don't. maybe you know what you could do with a fly. I, th- I don't know if you can arrest them. Well, it's kind of like a DUI on a boat, right? Right. You can it's still be. Like, you can still be taken. Still in. It's not going to affect one. your driver's license, but the FAA gets a hold of that, and you're not going to be flying for the next ten years. <gasps> yeah, because we, we had that that helicopter crash in the river, right? And that was something that we were trying to figure out. Was mm-hmm. what do we do? do? We yeah. Was that guy drunk? We believe so. Oh, yeah. Okay, but you guys yeah. never were able to get a hold of him. No. Well, like in like ever, or did you guys ever like find him like just not within a timely manner to prove? Eventually, later on. Yeah. Yeah, because they left the scene, mm-hmm. and one of them went back somewhere, uh, eastern Washington somewhere. Yeah, oh. like, like, like they straight up left. Wow, wow, wow. they yeah. were just out. No, wasn't if I got the story right, wasn't one of them like a student or something? I, I you know, I, I don't remember, but the the helicopter was on the other side of the river. They saw some flashlights on our side, mm-hmm. and he thought some people needed help, so he hopped in the helicopter. And the people that they thought needed help were just hunters, and they had just killed a ram. Oh, yeah. So, so they were they were hiking out, and um, they heard the helicopter. They're like, yeah, we heard it start up, and then they're like, it sounded funny, and all of a sudden it was gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I've got a story for you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah. See so, what had happened was. Yeah. Uh, so, so those guys, they uh, yeah, they just swam out the helicopter. They swam back to shore and. I'm guessing they were drunk because why else would you leave? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the one guy went no back shit. to freaking Eastern Washington. The other guy, I, I don't know where the hell he went, but it yeah. was that, that, that whole thing was just a mess. It was a mess. It was just, it was a pain in the ass to deal with. The FCC really didn't want to touch it. Yeah. Yeah. Like they were kind of like, I don't know, they're like whatever. Right. They, we're like, we're kind of wanting them to come down and like, yeah, you think tell us, FCC, the FAA, tell us what to do. Like they <laughs> wanted, because they. FAA, not FCC, yeah. FCC is a part of the well, has to do with it. So what about I was the FBB? Let you go with it. The FBB, <laughs> fat black. Oh no! Be you, careful! I, 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 Be I, careful! I you said FBC. I was going to go fat black, you know, but no, you said FBB, and so I just screwed it up. Now I look like a dumbass. Anyways, <laughs> anyhow, moving on. Um, yeah, you'd think the FAA, especially on something like that, they like they'd want to come in and know. And yeah, you're right. If they like, for me, example, you know, I'm not, I'm not fully licensed pilot yet but you know from what i've learned and stuff is like if you live through a plane crash you just hang out there especially if you got insurance on the thing mm-hmm. well even your insurance company probably isn't gonna want to fucking cover you like mm-hmm. what the fuck happened and like if it was an honest mistake you you just stick around you let them do their investigation yeah. and if it was something horribly heinous where you were a dumbass and they they might ticket you but they're not gonna yank your license but if you're drunk oh yeah no you're done yeah yeah no, that's well like, that's kind of like with a cdl like you get a dui in a semi-truck and you're mm-hmm. yeah you're done. I don't think you can get a if you get a deuce while you're a CDL. I don't think you can ever get it back in Idaho, can you? No, CDL. From my understanding, is like if you lose it for something stupid like a reckless driving ticket, DUI, like you're done. Yeah, like there's no more, yeah. no more CDL for you. Mm-hmm. You better go find something else to do with your life. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like remember one of our earlier episodes, we found out that the Supreme Court finally decided that if you are a CDL holder and you have been convicted of sex trafficking. You can't be a CDL driver anymore. <laughs> like, uh, dog. Uh, yeah. uh, mm. Makes sense. <laughs> right? Makes sense. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, we, uh, I, I got a bulletin um, a while back. Uh, a truck driver, like, they finally caught up, caught up to this guy, and he was actually, they believe he's linked to rapes in multiple states. Yeah. So they were reaching out to pretty much every state to say, hey, do you have any unsolved rapes? Mm-hmm. Because he was probably linked to it. So, I mean, I think, yeah, definitely. You've got something to oh, say yeah. in your background. You shouldn't. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. No, you shouldn't be. A... <clears throat> well, that's like when I was at Post, um, when I went for an attention detention academy, we had an ISP instructor that came in that said he spent however many years working like a way station in southern Idaho. And he did a, tr- he said this truck pulled in, everything was fine going through the process and he just had a hunch and i guess at a way station like they can search your truck yeah pretty sure your truck yeah fourth amendment or yeah search and they can, kind of if he wants to he can search your fucking truck yeah and he just said something just told me i had to search that fucking truck mm-hmm. and there was a kidnapped 10 year old girl in the back what Dang. yeah and he's like he said everything was fine the driver wasn't acting nervous suspicious nothing but he said something in my head was just screaming at me to search that fucking truck huh. and there was a kidnapped 10 year old in the fucking sleeper like gagged and tied and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like tied and either that or she was like conditioned to know you stay back here, don't make a fucking sound. Like, but yeah. Oh. He said he walked in the sleeper and she's just right there. And he was like, uh, hi. <laughs> yeah. And then, the fuck are you? Yeah. And then obviously, who are you? Is that dad? Who is that? And he's like, no, it was, fu-. she was like from uh, some uh, state in the Midwest. She was God. a fucking kidnapped ten year old. Holy shit! And it was like, but that, I mean, that's even not, obviously not to that extreme of like finding a kidnapped person. But you ever have those experiences where it's like something in your head just told you to do something? Mm-hmm. Like I had one at my uh, in laws' house. My sister went and laid her like he was like six months old, so he was rolling and stuff like that. She laid him on their bed for a nap, and she goes in and checks on him, comes back out. I walk by the bedroom like 10 seconds later and just something told me to open the door and he's up on all fours about to take a header off the bed oh yeah oh geez. and it was like and even I, I went in there because normally i don't go in my in-laws room yeah and i walk in there and pick him up and come walking out and miranda didn't see my nephew in my arms so she's like what are you doing and i was like he's up <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, he's, up. he's awake yeah <laughs> but it was it was just something in my head told me like check on the baby yeah mm-hmm. and it was like it's fucking weird. You mm-hmm. can never explain it, especially because my sister just checked on him and he was still asleep. Right. And then 10 seconds later, he's about to take a header off the bed. Yeah. And it's like, but fuck, it happens. Yeah. My, a buddy of mine, um, God, he, he probably said one of, one, one of the best quotes I've, I've ever heard before. Um, and he tells everyone this. Um, your intuition will never fail you. You will fail your intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you won't listen to your gut. And yeah. that's what gets you in trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so if yep. people listen to their gut. Yeah. Like that. Pretty, if, yeah. If he would have just been lazy at that way station and said, yep. fuck it, get out of my face. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm going to lunch. Yeah. You know, yeah. who it, knows what would happen to that 10 year old. Right. And, and I mean, and how many times do you have that where like it's in your shift and you just want to go home or you just want, or you're about to get lunch, or you're hungry, mm-hmm. you want to go eat, you don't want to deal with something, but then something tells you, ah, let me make the stop. Yeah, Next right. thing you know, you're getting some drugs, or it's a DUI, and what if that guy kept going? Yeah, you know, then right, and ended up in knows. the river. Who, yeah. who the fuck knows? Who knows? Spidey yeah. senses are a fucking real thing. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's tell, weird though. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, it's, how do you not believe in something right. else? Yeah, when it's like you don't just come up with shit like that on your own. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah I I tell people all the time, like you know, listen, 
yeah. listen to that gut. You know, don't oh, don't yeah. be too proud. I'm I'm not too proud. It's not very often that I'll call for a cover, uh-huh. but if I ever call for one, like you'll know something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I'm well, and I I will not be ashamed to say get over here. Well, <laughs> right. We yeah. usually we usually have better luck on nights. Day shift is kind of yeah. meh, but like on night shift, the area we work, like usually if I hear somebody make a stop. I'm going to go, my windshield's going like, to be pointing that direction anyway. Yeah, remember that. Go ahead, let's finish. But then it's like, most of the time, the guys that we all work with, it's like, if they call for a cover, it's like, eh, that's something. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm going to move a little bit. Well, mm-hmm. like, remember the one time with Darren, like, we're we're driving, we're talking, we hear him go traffic, because we both stop talking when we hear mm-hmm. county, because mm-hmm. when we're two we'll men a lot. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we'll listen to see where that, okay, mental note. And then, and then we're going, and we're still talking, and I go, bro, that's not like Darren to take that long to check code for. I'm like, yeah. and we just turned around and we kind of, we didn't run code, but we mm-hmm. just kind of stepped on it. Yeah. And, um, Oh yeah. I remember that one. And he, that was the one he ended up fucking chasing for a while. Yeah. The drunk guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, I was just, remember he, that? he called traffic at a mile marker and then it was just nothing, nothing for like for way why. too long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, and it was, and like, it was just, we were both like, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and, like we could have just kept going doing our thing, like yeah, yeah whatever, going yeah. the wrong way. Yeah, and then we just started <laughs> kept going. It's just yeah. kind of a gut feeling, and ended up being like it was. He was fine, obviously. You know, mm-hmm. Nothing happened to him. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you know, it just took him a while to get that dumbass stopped. Yeah, because he was doing like ninety on the on uh, in a fifty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a windy ass river highway. I think, I think you showed up eventually. That big old jacked up freaking that white. Truck. Yeah, that yeah. white pickup. Yeah. yeah, I, I love that. Yeah. I love that excuse of I live right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tough tit. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm still gonna tow it. <laughs> <laughs> Make adult choices, dumbass. Yeah, yeah, no shit. <sighs> oh man, good things. Oh, I know. Let's see. Yeah, I do have something. Unless nope. What do you got? You have something? Oh no, I was gonna say for yeah. your talk. Oh, why? Well, do, do you have it? Unless Jason has. That's one. what I was just gonna ask. Do you have a hero talk? Is there anything you want to talk about hero wise? Hmm. Okay. Perfect. All yours. All mine? Sweet. This one's going to be pretty quick. Deputy Eddie Luna's brother, who is also a cop, applied a tourniquet at the scene. Deputy saved by his own Leo brother after being shot. This was the 25th, six, eight days ago. Yeah. Yep. Deputy Eddie Luna was saved when his own brother and fellow deputy, I'm going to say Renee Luna. No, well, I, the thing brother is, they're both sister? they're both brothers, and it's R E N E. So Renee, Renee, yeah. Renee Luna applied a tourniquet <clears throat> at the scene. So now headline: A Texas sheriff deputy was shot in the line of duty last week while trying to serve a felony warrant. Luckily, his brother in blue literally was there to save him. Um, radio call, talk about the life saving moment. I applied a tourniquet at twelve thirty five hours. He said he has lost a lot of blood. He has a significant damage to his arm. But the family calling goes even beyond the two brothers. Eddie's son. Daniel Luna is also a Commel County Sheriff's deputy. Um, Eddie was shot in his right arm, has a long road to recovery ahead, according to whatever this is, Ken's five, must be a news thing. He remains at the hospital after undergoing surgery. Monday morning, Daniel said his dad's medical team, so this must be um, his son talking, said his dad's medical team is working on a plan to save the arm. So it was a guy pretty fucked up so i wonder maybe usually I, when you hit an arm it's like the bullet hits the bone and then will like ride up or something yeah do some crazy fucking yeah anything with when you got big bones like that your major yeah. bones you 
Yeah. I'm sure you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Five, five, six is a beautiful round for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're also considering the possibility of prosthetic. And the thing with nerves and arteries is once an artery is destroyed, like obviously if he's lost a lot of blood, like it must've hit yeah. an artery. Once an artery, artery is destroyed, like sometimes you can save it and put it back together. Other times. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, the suspect is, was being sought on a felony warrant for evading arrest with motor vehicle. He's now also facing two accounts of ag assault on a public servant. Why the hell not go for attempted murder? Yeah. That's what I don't get. If you actually shot, yeah. why are you charging them with assault? Mm-hmm. Right? That doesn't make sense. <clears throat> there's, a, there's a lot that I don't understand with how our laws work. You know, like uh, yeah. talk going back to, you know, the uh, abductor there. Mm-hmm. You know, you have a child molester child abductor whatever when they go before the court seems like they don't get hit that hard sometimes right you know, they, they, they they might not get that harsh of a punishment but then you'll get and not to kind of <clears throat> downplay it or whatever but then you'll get someone that was selling drugs mm-hmm. and they get hammered right oh yeah, yeah. My, like my brother-in-law out there uh 18 years old got a dui they threw the fucking book at him, mm-hmm. charged him out the ass and fucking fines. Mm-hmm. He had to fucking take classes, community mm-hmm. service. He had to work to get his license back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's guys in town of, you know, second, third deuce. And yeah, yeah it kind of screwed a little bit. Or well, like I, you said, drugs, yeah. repeat offender. Um, yeah. Fuck out of my face. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And that's like working in the jail up here. I saw one, I think one girl had, she had like four or five DUIs in a five-year period, which is a lot. Mm-hmm. She got five years fixed in prison. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay. Right. She, and she could have. The potential's always there. But she never crashed a car. She never. She always just got caught on traffic stops mm-hmm. and was fucking drunk. Then a couple months ago, we have the guy that robs a convenience store in the southern part of Lewiston at gunpoint. Like, it's literally an armed fucking robbery. Mm-hmm. And he got a six-month treatment writer. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Uh, the fuck. Uh, yeah. I got mine in though. I tased him in the dick, but <laughs> true. Uh, <laughs> it's like where do we draw that? Or I saw the same thing. It was an inmate worker. Same thing. He had like four or five DUIs in a short period, so he got some amount of years fixed. Mm-hmm. And then I going to court. This guy wasn't even in jail, but I had inmates in court that day. And he comes up, and this guy had had like eight or nine DUIs in the same time period. And he gets probation, and the judge complimented him because he's maintained a job throughout. It's like, that's not the fucking point. Yeah. The point is you did it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so now we're playing semantics of, well, you've had eight DUIs, but you've kept a job the whole time. It's like, are we here to talk about if someone has a job, or are we here to talk about the laws that they violated? Repeatedly. Repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, fuck. it's, It's all sorts of fucked up or we have it was my dad's case um a guy was a a guy had basically convinced a special olympic athlete i'm not sure exactly what her disability was but she had convinced this woman that she was his sex slave and it's like i know we've talked about this off air it's like you will do these certain things you'll wear these certain things if you don't do what i say when i say it there's punishments that involve sexual acts Mm -hmm. and the guy got caught at a special Olympic event, he got caught raping her in a bathroom at a gym here in town. Jesus. He got released to a treatment center in Pocatello. 
Wow. He didn't. He, I mean, he spent a little bit of time in jail going through the court process and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. But then he just got released to a treatment facility. No hard time. It's like. And then I saw. Wow. Not that it's right, but it's it's. It depends on where you draw your moral line. Then I see a 19-year-old boy who had a 16-year-old girlfriend, parents charge him with statutory rape, and he gets years mm-hmm. in prison. And it's right. like, and it's the same judge. Right. It's not different. Mm-hmm. Ju- it's the same fucking dude. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? Whoa. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's, it, it's such a disparity sometimes. Like you oh, just, yeah. You, you just can't make sense of it. No. You know, and as far as I, I, I do remember when I was in the jail, I had a guy ask me, he, he brought something up like that, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, um, he was in there for drugs and he was pretty much getting hammered and he was talking, I think there was a, a case going on with a guy that molested some kids and he pretty much got some slap light. on the wrist. Yeah. He got something like, and so this guy, and it was, it was either in C or D pod. I uh-huh. can't remember, but the guy asked me, he was like, dude, what the, what the hell is up with that? As far as the drugs thing, I broke it down for him. I was like, dude, war on drugs. Yeah. It's pretty much what it is. Right. Yeah. You know, war, war on drugs, you were selling drugs or what, you know, whatever you were doing with drugs, and yeah. they're going to hammer the shit out of you. This guy that freaking molested kids, they think that they can change Fix him. him. They think that they can reverse that and do something. So, of course, they're going to give him a lighter sentence, but because you had something to do with drugs, you're getting hammered. Right. I mean, and that's pretty much what it what it comes down to. Right. Where wherever these yeah, people that don't have to see this thing on the front lines, yeah. wherever they make it in their minds, how they're going to s- fix or solve the problems. Yeah. Whether we agree with it or and not, that, it's unfortunate. And I'd have that too. Yeah. There was a bunch of times inmates would ask because obviously deputies take everybody to court and stuff. Yeah. But they'd always ask like, well, "What do you think I'm going to get? Like, what do you think they're going to give me?" And I I started like, I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I can't. I yeah. can't tell you. No. And I'm not going to tell you you're going to get a six-month treatment rider, and then you go to court and you get 10 years in prison. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, Like, it could be your 10th time in for the same fucking thing, yeah. and you've gone and done five treatment riders. They might give you a sixth. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. I've seen it happen. It's, yeah. It makes no fucking sense, but... Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah, it's just... Yeah, you should just start no answering, may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. <laughs> and just leave it at that, just tenant to the wheel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turn well, on, what is the local Christian station? Just turn that on, just crank it up. Find some like extremely Christian podcast some and just old, turn that was on. Was it yeah. Billy Graham? Is that yeah. the old revival guy? Yeah. 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 So, yeah. yeah. Just start much. telling. Just start blasting. Start really fucking with people and be yeah. like, oh, you didn't read it? Yeah, they're going for death. Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. just a DUI. Fucking death. Yeah. <laughs> you realize you hit a squirrel in the process? Yeah. The one that's missing his tail? You killed the... Yeah. Yeah, that was fucking we saw weird a squ- today. We tail of squirrel earlier today. Really? With no tail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, oh, I, I, I normally I don't care about, you know, speed bumps like that, as I call them. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't even worried about it. I was going to slow... I wasn't even going to slow down. And then I saw I'm like, oh, that looks like a little chihuahua or something. Because so I start slowing down and going to a stop. Yeah. And it's this little tailless squirrel just... Trucking along. Yeah. With like, a nut in its mouth and everything. Yeah. Big old fucking <laughs> mouthful of something. Kind of looks like Jared on a Friday night. Yeah. I know. <laughs> you, you, I told you that in confidence. <laughs> it's on the air now. <laughs> Dude, speaking, yeah. speaking of animals, kind of off off track. But um, <laughs> talk about Marines. Dumbasses, right? Uh-huh. So uh, we, uh, my, my second unit, we got deployed to Missoula. We're in Missoula, right? Northern Iraq. And 
April 21st was our, our biggest firefight. And I remember it because it's my mom's birthday. Right? Oh, shit. So, yeah, my mom's birthday, we got into our biggest firefight. Uh-huh. So the next day, uh, me and a buddy, we were, we were walking, and we see a couple of Marines. And they were standing, like, in front of each other, and they had a box. I don't know where the hell they found this box, but they had a box. There was a hole in the ground, and there was one that was, like, at, at the head. And so, like, they lowered this box into the ground, and the guy that was at the head, he was like, they're playing taps. A bird got shot. <laughs> the night before, and they found it the next day. So Please they tell it, me they were joking. They gave it a military barrel. Uh, that is amazing. It, di- it died in the firefight. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, shit. I want to know who shot the fucking bird. Yeah. Oh, so oh. another another good story about about being there. Um, so one, uh, Levitt, one of the guys in the, in the jail. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he was training me, we were talking back and forth. And... Uh, you know, he was like, yeah, I was in, you know, in Iraq. I was like, hey, me too. You know, I, was, I was in Missoula. He was like, really? Me too. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, I was, I was uh, the Army relieved us. He was like, we relieved some Marines. So his unit ended up relieving mine. Oh, no shit, huh? Yeah. Ah. Oh. Yeah, we, yeah, we found that out. So uh, being a Marines, like when you're in an infantry unit, it's all males. Like your admin, your logistics, like everything's all males. That's, mm-hmm. that's just how we do it for infantry. The army is different. Mm-hmm. Yep, we didn't know that. Hey. So there was hey. our, our, our our command post, right? Um, so behind it, we dug, and I, I forget the name of it, but you you dig that freaking big deep hole like in a trench hitter. Oh, right. So we found a bench. So we took out the middle board of the bench so that you could sit down and drop a deuce and be comfortable. Yeah, sure. Right? Just good thinking, right there. Yeah, but it was almost right next to the road. And again, it was just us, just yeah. guys. You didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah, we didn't care. So, anyways, you didn't give a shit while you're giving a shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, me and a buddy, we're sitting there dropping a deuce, and there's a Humvee <laughs> that comes around the corner. And so we're like, these army fucks, man. They came in here last night like they're freaking plagued. They had freaking trucks and all this other shit, and annoying. They freaking cut one of our lines with their stupid ass tanks and whatever the hell. Like these assholes. Let's, Let's walk on the back there. So we just open our legs, you know, we kind of lean back, you know. And, and this Humvee gets up closer, and we hear, <laughs> look, girl, they're taking a shit. We're like, oh, shit, there's a here. <laughs> <laughs> we thought we were going to get in trouble. We were th- you think oh, sexual harassment or something. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were freaked out. <laughs> that is amazing. Worth, should have just kept your composure when you heard it. Be like, don't laugh at it. <laughs> Girl, we're not a shower. <laughs> but, oh, man. No, I would have done the same thing. Well, how long had it been since you heard from a female or in person? Months. At that time, yeah, we, we had been there for, I think we had been there for about three weeks. Yeah. Before. That's a minute. Too. Yeah, that, yeah, not, like, seeing or hearing a girl in, like, a real person. Yeah, just hanging out with the boys for yeah. weeks. Yeah. Like, hey, boys, welcome. Oh, God, that's a girl. Oh, yeah. that's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, the, the funny thing. So, I think it was, like, our, our second week or second weekend. Um. So we, you know, I, I was mortars. So we were away from everyone else, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And the our our battalion, I think, yeah, our battalion CO was in the same building as us, which pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyways, this fucking dude brings shampoo, right? Mm-hmm. Huh? Out to Baghdad with him. So Aww. I'm sitting outside, right? 
and every once in a while we had some Iraqis come on the base to do whatever. So I'm sitting outside and all of a sudden I smell this sweet, sweet smell of strawberry suave. Oh right? no. It was strawberry suave. I'll, I'll never forget it. Oh. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Strawberry suave. And I was like, oh yeah, there's a hot chick around here because she already smelled. Mm, oh, baby. shit. Rura, sir. <laughs> it's old ass. <laughs> Oh shit! I was about ready to get a chub and everything. I was like, well, "What does she look like?" <laughs> oh shit! It's one of the O's. Go figure. Yeah, God. Yeah. Oh, shit. I was like, "Who the hell brings strawberry suave?" Okay, at least bring something for men. Like for head fuck's and shoulders. Sake. Yeah. God dang it! Wow. He liked the way it smelled. <laughs> That's like me when I run out of stuff in the shower. I usually go about two weeks smelling like whatever Miranda box. I'm like, I'm too fucking lazy to go storm by something else. Yeah, that's one thing. You're ju- you're just not at war with a bunch of other men. Yeah, I'm just like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who do I got to impress? Oh, it's fucking nobody. <laughs> that's why you smell so sweet sometimes. See? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it gets that's in the car and I'm like, ooh. You smell <laughs> yummy. Whatever you're wearing right now, tell my wife about it. No, don't do that. I'm just you kidding. Oh, daggum. Times. <sighs> Are we broke two hours yet? Uh, in 45 seconds. Oh, God damn. So with the intro, it'll be over two hours. Oh, yeah. It'll be over two hours. <laughs> I'm going to split great. this one in two again. Oh, yeah. We probably will. I had to create our last episode with Jeff, mm-hmm. and I created it, and then I had to went to upload, and then it's like, oh, yeah, no, your file size is too big. So we'll <laughs> go and take it and put it into a new session and split it in half and then merge them together. What was that? What was the one with Jeff? Like an hour 45? Yeah. 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 Oh, so chocolate, no, this thunder, one's definitely chocolate thunder wins, Jeff. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's a damn good time. <laughs> race card. I dropped a race card. Yeah. It's like, no, we're going two hours. Here's yeah. my card. Thank you, you very much. The media lately? Yeah, I have the air as long as I want, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> you guys just go ahead. I, and got, go home. I got privilege now. So. Yeah. <laughs> See, there's perks to living in bumfuck Idaho. <laughs> right? Exactly. They don't show their head all the time, but once in a while. When he shows his, the ladies go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) They don't laugh at it. They don't not laugh at it. (laughs) All righty. Shit. Well, damn, you beautiful Americans. It's a good time. (sighs) Thanks for coming on, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, heck yeah. This has been fucking outstanding. It's good again. Yeah, we'll (sighs) do this again. All right. For sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we need to get Jeff here too, and just have. We, we should need, do a four way. We need another setup. I like the way you said that. Exactly. <laughs> I knew you would. I said that was a serious face too. <laughs> you did. All right, you beautiful sons of bitches. We'll talk to you again very soon. Until then, enjoy some fine liquor with some nice people. Take care of each other. Be safe, and we'll talk to you next time. God bless America.